Good evening, United Red Storm football fans, friends, and family. Welcome to the Perry Communication Sports Network, home of United Red Storm football. Thanks for joining myself, Casey Grant, along with my co-host, Ron Grant, in the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. We have a battle of the two and twos tonight. United Red Storm coming in tonight's game, two and two, after a tough loss last week to Anawan Weathersfield. And uh, the uh, Princeville Princes are the opponents tonight. They are also two and two um, this year in week five. So the battle of the two and twos at the conference matchup here tonight. We are in Princeville, and it rained here recently, so the ground is wet, but it doesn't look like it's going to rain anymore the rest of the night. It should be, actually be a pretty nice night for football, and hopefully, Dad, what we've heard is that uh, Princeville likes to throw the ball, and so they would be more affected by, theoretically, by a wet ball than we would with this wet grass, but we'll have to see how the weather plays into tonight's game. This is the Kellogg Printing pregame show. Kellogg Printing Company has been on the public square in Monmouth, Illinois, since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Uh, again, two and two tonight. The head coach for the Princeville Princes is John Carruthers. It's his 13th season. He's 69 and 50, and uh, should be a good game tonight. Adam, the Red Storm are looking for a big win here. It's been a tough couple weeks after starting out two and zero, uh, and they need a win to get back on the right track here. Yeah, they're going to have to uh, fix some things that they had problems with last year. I mean, the first whole first half, we moved the ball down the field. We controlled the whole game possession time of possession we control the ball we just couldn't put it in the end zone and they're going to have to do that tonight because principal i think is probably going to score and they like to throw it they're averaging close to 30 points a game although they're giving up 30 points a game as well roughly so um i think it could be a high scoring affair but we'll have to see if the wet grounds affects either the running game or the passing game yeah, they they did the same thing that United has really to start the season. They started out two and zero, beating Abbott and Avon, thirty to thirteen, and Princeville or Havana, I'm sorry, thirty six to fourteen, and then they lost to Knoxville and Rova Williamsfield. Knoxville was a bit of a blowout, forty one to eight. Rova Williamsfield was just what you're talking about, a shootout. Now they lost fifty five to forty, but that's a lot of points in a high school football game. So uh, you never know what you're going to get. Um, they're averaging a uh, oh a thousand yards a game. Or, I'm sorry, 1,000 yards in the year, 275 a game, uh, roughly. And, uh, oh, no, that's that's United. I'm sorry, looking at the wrong thing here. Uh, the They're averaging 331 yards a game, Princeville is. And, uh, Dad, you looked earlier. They're, they're passing. What did you say they were doing uh, passing-wise? Yeah, they're throwing for 190 of that 331. So yeah. Throwing is where they're, they're their bread and butter. They got 10 touchdowns by the pass. And uh, I think, you know, we're going to have to play good pass defense. Yeah. And in comparison, United's got almost 190 yards a game rushing. Uh, so it's just kind of the opposite of the of the Princes. So it should be a good game tonight. We're looking for a fun time, and hopefully United comes out of this back with a winning record, 3-2. and two. That's always the goal. And uh, we'll see how this happens. Just a reminder, tonight's game is powered by the Greater Warren County United Way, where families are encouraged to attend the Car Seat Safety Clinic tomorrow morning from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at OSF Healthcare. Holy Family Medical Center. Everyone will be eligible for a $100 fairway gift card plus more prizes and giveaways. Tonight's game is also brought to you in part by the Mama Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, call Mama Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600. Check them out online at mamafarmandhomerealty.com. We are going to take a quick break, then we'll come back with Coach Milroy's pregame interview with uh, Sean Temple. 
uh, which is brought to you by Cameron Gain, a family-owned operated business providing grain storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. And we'll get some more game stats here, get you ready for the game. We'll be ready for kickoff. You're listening to Red Storm Football here on WREM 1330, 94.1 FM. Hey, once again, Coach Milroy's interview was brought to you by Cameron Grain, a family-owned and operated business providing grain storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. Thanks to Sean Temple for getting that interview each week. Always love hearing Coach Milroy's perspective on the past week's game and then the upcoming game tonight. It's good to hear what he's talking about. Along with that, let's talk a little bit more about tonight's uh, game as we get ready to uh, uh, get everything going here. They're doing the starting lineups and stuff here. But let's talk a little bit about United Stats first, leading the team in rushing yards on the season so far. Jacob McElwee's got 94 attempts with 507 yards, which comes out to 5.4 per carry and 126 yards, almost 127 yards per game, which is pretty good. That's a lot of that's a pretty good average for a high school running back. Behind him is Tony Rodriguez. He's got 43 carries with 218 yards. It's still a five-yard uh, per carry average uh, and about 55 yards a game. So, I mean, have your top two running backs averaging each five yards per carry is pretty dang good uh, running-wise. We just, I mean, we did that last week, too. We just didn't cap off the drives with, with touchdowns, which right. we kind of talked about a little bit, too. But uh, Owen McMillan this year has got almost a 50% completion uh, percentage. He's got 24 completions on 52 attempts uh, for 349 yards. That's 87 yards a game for four touchdowns, six picks, and a couple two-point conversions. The leading receivers in yards per game, uh, total yards is Zeke Clark, 181 yards and 11 receptions. That's 56 yards a game. And then uh, he's followed by Hunter Hall and Jacob McElwee actually are both pretty close on yards per game, and both have 67 yards total. Uh, the difference is McElwee did it on one catch, and Hunter Hall's done it on 11. Right. And Tony Rodriguez has one catch for 36 yards in the year, too. We won't see Zeke Clark tonight. He's not in the starting lineup. I believe he's got an injury he's working on, so uh, we won't see him tonight, which could hurt in the passing game. A couple highlights from the Princeville stats here as we get ready to uh, do a national anthem, maybe. Yeah, Princeville. Uh, Princeville's averaging 140 yards a game on the ground and 190 through the air. Most of their touchdowns, looks like 10 of them have come through the air and six rushing. Their leading rusher is Taysom Kaiser with 49 of their 100 attempts for 368 yards, averaging 92 yards uh, passing. They are 57 of 97 for 762 yards. Yeah, so a lot of passing there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with more info on tonight's game. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Hey, welcome back to Red Storm Football here at Princeville High School in Princeville, Illinois, where the Red Storm are set to take on the Princeville Princes in this Week 5 matchup of two two-and-two teams here tonight. Uh, the National Anthem tonight is brought to you by Dane Fine Coffee. It's not just good. It's Dane Fine in Monmouth, Galesburg, and Burlington. Uh, well, let's do our starting lineups real quick. Dad, you got those ready? Yeah, I got the United's going to start the ball, start with the ball. And, yeah, I missed, um, I missed the, the, the coin toss earlier. Yeah, I yeah, only, they're setting up to honestly, receive. I missed it too. I only know it because I heard the announcement. Yeah, and they're setting up to receive right now. So right. United's uh, starting offense, quarterback Owen McMillan, running backs Jake McElwee and Tony Rodriguez, wide receivers Hunter Hall, Nick Tyrell, and Roger Brown gets to start tonight. For Zeke Clark, yep. 
Uh, offensive linemen, Carter Rosine, Sam Flores, Mason Giddings, Chris Rodriguez, and Kenneth Pigby. The Princeville defense, defensive end Colin Lowry, nose tackle Zach Zalter, defensive end Braden Harmon, linebackers Josh Hunt, Eli Christensen, Denzel Garza, Ethan Cunningham, and Noah Geiger. Defensive backs are Jake Williams, Marcel Primera, and Jet Benjamin. Tonight's starting lineups are courtesy of your mama theory McDonald's. Now hiring. Check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. Our referees tonight, the eyes in the game, are brought to you by Keaton Eye Care in Monmouth and Galesburg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Uh, Jim Maurice is the referee. Mike Calm is the umpire. Dan Freeman, the headlinesman. Mike Higgins, the side judge. And Drew Freeman is the back judge. And we will get to our keys to the game and uh, uniforms here in just a second. All kickoffs tonight are sponsored by Farm King, a family store with more since 1959. 1959. And with that, the first kick is up and away. It's actually caught clean in the second line by number 28. For the return. Red Storm, I don't have the right sheet in front of me to see who that is. Ty Lafferty on the return. Back to about the 45-yard line. The uniforms tonight are brought to you by MC Sport and more. Home for all your sports equipment and team apparel. Hats, hoodies, polos, footballs, bats, gloves, and much, much more. MC Sport and more uh, united in their white tops and gray pants with the black helmets, of course. And the Princeville Princes in uh, what looks like black pants with uh, uh, maroon tops. They're, they're dark red. Burgundy, red, I don't know how what color that is, maroon, and the matching helmets as well. That's your uh, uniform tonight. So United in the normal uh, standard formation here with McMillan in the backfield. Shotgun snap, handoff to McAuley. Oh, he's, he's got, got some space over the left. Oh, McAuley makes one guy miss. He's going down the left side. One guy to beat. Got Brought down. He's going to get a horse collar there. And, uh-oh. Oh, help him up. Okay, good. He acted like that. Oh, yeah, he's, his, his rear end isn't feeling good after that tackle. That's why the horse collar is illegal. Yeah. He grabbed the back of his neck like that and pulled him down, and it kind of bent him over backwards a bit. Real awkward. Nice gain all the way down to the 20-yard line. And he is getting up now. Coaches are coming out to check on him. A nice big run for uh, the Red Storm there on the first play of the game. Yeah, that's a 35-yard gain right there. Yeah, he's on his feet. He's still not... uh, He's going to have to come out now, obviously, uh, for at least a play or two. But uh, he's up and walking, so that's good. I mean, he, he might be okay here. I'm, but that was an awkward tackle either way. So, nice play right off the bat from the Red Storm there. While they're walking him off, Dad, you got a couple keys to the game for us tonight? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like I always say, we have to maintain the drives. And what we didn't do last week, we got to score. I mean, we got stopped at the one-yard line last year, the one-foot line. And uh, we have to finish off the drives with scores. Hold on to the ball and then play good pass defense and force some turnovers. Yeah, it keeps the game brought to you by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing you, member FDIC. So with one play, the Red Storm have their first first down of the night, as well as uh, down in the red zone already, first and 10 from, oh, the, ho- the horse collar, put them at the 10. So it's yeah. first and goal, actually, from the 10. Before the snap. Where's, the, where's the sticks? <laughs> I think we got off sides. We did or they did? First. Oh, they did. They did. So another penalty. So two play, we only had one actual play from the line of scrimmage, and Princeton's got two penalties already for 15 yards. And just like that, it's first and goal from the five for the Red Storm. Unlike last week where we couldn't punch it in at all in the first half, we're right at the goal line already. So possible we get it on the second play of the game. We can finish this off. Rodriguez 
is in now as well as McAlee's still in a running back here. McMillan at quarterback. There's a handoff to McAlee's going to the left tackle. Gets brought down uh, or tripped up. He's going to get maybe a yard out of that. Yeah, maybe a couple yards out of that actually. Too, I think. He fell forward after he got hit there. Just one. So second and goal now from the four for the Red Storm. Well, obviously we got three plays to do this, so I would like to think that we could get it done. But two, I but we that got last stopped week. last week one time on the goal line. So this is what we're talking about. We got to finish. You got to finish drives, finish plays. Fall forward, keep the feet going, get a push from the line. We're fresh here. We ought to be able to do that. Shotgun snap. Hand off to McAwee. Get up the middle. He's hit right away. And he okay. got back to the line of scrimmage, I All believe. I think it's going to be no game. It's going to be third and goal now from the four. So just like that, they stop us twice. Yep, I think we need to. The first play was, was outside. They got around the end. They yeah, wanted to have tried to go up the middle, and they pretty much shut it down. Yeah, I mean, it, it was over the tackle, but he bounced out. But he had more space was the, was the issue. But, yeah. Back here, we got trips right now. And McMillan at the, the left wing. Who's at the quarterback spot there? I can't see that number. Uh, A different quarterback than McMillan's out 11. to receive. 11. Oh, it's Hunter Hall. He's going to run it, take the snap, and run around the outside on the right. He's going to be short of the goal line. He's going to gain yardage, though. Little, I guess, I mean, I don't really know, but I guess you can call out a wildcat, but it's going to be fourth and goal from the one, I think. Trying to see where they're spotting this. Fourth and goal. Yeah, that was um, maybe from the, they're saying it's from on the two. I think that's the first time we've seen that. I think that's closer than two. So I'd say that's fourth and goal from the one, personally based on where the ref is on this side. All right. Fourth and goal here. Big play for the Red Storm. McMillan back at quarterback. He's going back to McAwee up the middle. There we got in. Finds a little bit of gap and finds the end zone. That's Pater for the Red Storm. And with 9.37 to go in the first, you know, he's the first on the board, 6-0 here on a on a one-yard one yard, uh, run from uh, Jacob McAwee there from Owen McMillan. So a nice start there all uh, United Touchdowns are brought to you by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. They'll line up for the two-point conversion now. I'm curious to see if we get a kicker again tonight. Now we got McMillan's off on the left as a wideout again. Hunter Hall back at quarterback spot with McElwee next to him. Trips right. A new formation this year. He's going to follow McElwee to the left. He's got all kinds of Wide space. He's going to make it right into the end zone. No problem at all there. The two-point conversion is good. And just like that, 9.37 to go in the first. And United takes an 8-0 lead over the Princeville Princes. Uh, that's a good way to start. A big run to start with and then finished it off with a touchdown. Well, you know what I love to see, especially in high school ball, is it's, it's week five and we just saw a brand-new formation. Right. Hunter Hall in at quarterback, which that also means that Princeville's never seen that. Right. That's a brand-new thing to them. Anytime you can change some stuff up and do some new things and, and uh, keep, it, keep the other team guessing a bit is always good. So love to see new formations, love to see new attempts, and a nice job there by the Red Storm to punch one in and get up 8-0. Yep, yep, that's a that's a much better start to last week. Last week we moved the ball, we just didn't finish. And today, so far, we finished. We finished that one. Now we're yeah. going to get a shot at seeing how good a defense we came with tonight. Yeah, we got to keep finishing. We can't 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 slow down now. Can't take a foot off the gas, man. We just we literally literally just started this. No, we need to carry that offensive momentum into the defense and shut them down. Let's get a three yeah. and three and out and get back on offense again. Keep the ball out of their hands. Yeah. 
be curious to see what uh, I'm curious to see this principal offense now to see what they end up doing with this. Rodriguez now at the setup for the kickoff. Again, all kickoffs tonight are sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. He's on the right hash. The Red Storm are going from what is our right to the left, uh, which ooh, I was trying to think of my directions here. Uh, I believe that's south to north, right? Yes. The wind's blowing out of the south a bit, I think, today. It could be windy. It could affect their passing. Yeah, there is enough breeze that it could affect the ball in the air. He goes Rodriguez. He is forward. The kick is pooched 10 yards forward. Oh, almost picked up by United. Boy, he had I can't see who that is. He tried, to, Brown. he tried to catch it, and it went out of bounds. And it went to 10 yards, so if yeah. he catches it, it's United ball. Yeah, he caught it. At, he was trying to catch it at the 50, and you saw him throw his hands on his head like, oh, man, I should have had that. And it would have been United. That would have been heck of a play. I don't know where the principal guys were nowhere near trying to get that, so I'm not sure. Well, I also can't put... guarantee that, that Rodriguez meant to do that. Uh, no, it didn't really look like it, but. <laughs> Maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but it, it didn't bounce up like that. He pooched it. I mean, it, it was right. a little ten-yard looper kick right there. Right. I'm not so sure he didn't kind of pop it up. Yeah. Nonetheless, first and ten for the Princes from their own 48-yard line here, and they are in an eye formation with a wing. They give it to the fullback right up the middle who falls forward. He's going to get four or five yards out of that. Uh, nice little game there for a. a Offensive, we thought might pass the ball. They lined up everybody inside the box there. Two tight ends, a wing, a fullback, and a, and a running back there. Quarterback for the Princeville Princes. Oh, I put that sheet away. The starters. I'll tell you here in just a second when they get back out there. Who is the fullback? I couldn't tell who ran the ball. Hard to see the numbers, and they're on the 50. Now they're in a shotgun formation. We'll have to catch that again here in a minute. It's right fullback there. We'll figure it out in a minute. Shotgun now, another handoff. This one oh, goes. That's shut down play. pretty quickly. That's Mason Giddings. The ball came out. And Jake McElwee, the ball came out. I think they're going to call forward progress on that. But Mason Giddings, Jake McElwee was there. Mason Giddings came in and just ripped the ball right out. And uh, they did call forward progress. It's still Princeville ball, but they lost a couple yards on that. Still lost a three. Second and nine now. And second and eight for the Princes. I, I know we can't see numbers. I, I couldn't tell who ran that either. That was 22. 22. Okay. Shotgun. Now we got two spread on each side. And he's rolling to the left. It's number five is the quarterback. It passes up and through the hands of the intended receiver, um, which is number. Ooh, I cannot read these numbers. It's going to be a rough game here. You know, the, num- the numbers are like dark with a white outline. It's really, he's running right at us here. Yeah, sixteen. Uh, eighteen was the intended receiver. Who's this kid right here coming off? I think it's eighteen. Nope, thirteen. 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 Let's see who Jeez. You know, we're a long ways away from the field here. Jake Williams. Is. Jake Williams, by the way, is the quarterback number five. It's fourth and eight, and the Princeville Princes are going to punt here. So we're going to see our first punt. I believe that's Hunter Hall back to receive. Kind of a line drive kick to the right. United's going to stay away. It bounces around the 23, rolls up to the, about the 16, and it's down by the Princes, and United's going to get the ball over. So they first possession, you score. Second possession, you force a three and out. 
and uh, now you get the ball back on offense, see if you can get the offense going again. Just like I said we needed. We had some momentum from the offense. We needed to carry over the defense, and we did it. Two good plays on defense. They dropped the pass, but you know what? It's still a three and out. Exactly what we needed. Now we need to carry it back to the offense. We'll see what we see out of the offense here. McMillan, now this is kind of the standard formation. We've got um, Roger Brown on his own on the left. Rodriguez and McElwee in the backfield. Terrell and Hall on the right. Handoff is to McElwee. Uh, between the left guard and tackle, he's going to get up to about the 20. So he's going to get about three-yard game, I would guess, two-yard game. Uh, it's be second and eight out of that, maybe second and seven. Somewhere around there. Second down now for the Red Storm. It's kind of stick with the running game so far. Well, until they can stop it, there's no reason to quit running. Same formation here. McMillan in the shotgun. A little hard count. Takes the snap. Baked to McAwee. This time go. to Rodriguez over the right tackle. Gets a little bit of hold before he's tripped up and brought down around the 25-yard line. He's got about a five-yard gain out of that. Nice little gain out of that for Rodriguez. That's his first carry of the night. It's going to be third and four. Third and three. Yeah, that was a good gain. I wondered when we were going to see Rodriguez carry it. They'd start keying on McElwee, and then he'd get an opening. So that was a good little run. Yep. Nice job there for the Red Storm. Third and about three, third and a long three, we'll call it. Snap is a little high, but brought down, given to McAwee over the right tackle. This time he's held up, tripped up, and slowed down. And he might have lost. And though he gained about a half a yard or a yard there. So it's going to be fourth and two for the Red Storm. We could punt. I think they're going to be punting into the wind. We haven't seen very many kickers around here. Well, actually, they're punting. Well, well, I guess the flag's not even blowing now. <laughs> the flag's not even blowing now, but I think it's out of the south. But no punt here. We're going to go for this. It's fourth and two from their own uh, 26-yard line here. McMillan Trying with McElwee in his own hard count. Everybody stayed still on the offense. That's timeout. a nice job. And now a timeout. Oh, oh, he said Princeville, but he meant United. Yeah, the guy on the side. The White Hat said United. So we're going to have our first Tinkham's Electric timeout of the night. If you're an electrician contract you can trust, call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We'll take 30 seconds and be back with more Red Storm football here on WREM 1330, 94.1 FM. And welcome back to Princeville High School. The Red Storm are taking on the Princeville Princes here. 8-0 to zero is the score. United with the lead. Six minutes to go in the first quarter. A handoff there up the middle to McElwee to try and get the first down on a fourth and two. And they are no signal yet. The White Hat's going to come up and look. Yeah, he's going to see what he says here. He's going to call for a measurement. So it's close enough. He wants to get a measurement here. So fourth and two. They got a timeout. They try to draw them all sides before the timeout. Everybody stood still, both sides. So they called a timeout, called a play, and came back out to try and get the fourth and short. And United ran it to McElwee up the middle, tackled pretty quickly, and now we're going to get a measurement to see if it's a first down or not. That's uh, very close, very yeah. close. If you look, the, depending on which side you look at, Princeville's all pointing their direction, and United's all pointing the other. Yeah, everybody, you know it's that close. Everybody wants to influence influence the call as the best as they can, I guess. A big play right here because 
you know, I'm surprised they went for it at the 20, 25-yard line. There's no, there's no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I think we not, got it. Not hash marks, but, oh, it's going to be close. I think it's going to be short. Oh, by inches. A couple inches short. It's going to be Princeville ball now. So uh, 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 um, an aggressive call there from the Red Storm to try and get that first down on fourth and two from their own 26 turns into a, a turnover on down. It's going to be four, or first and 10 now for the Princeville Princes on the United 27-yard line here. Um, wow, that was so close. That was really close. We've got to play D now. Another time here for the United defense to step up. They held them to a three and out last time. Jake Williams, quarterback. Here's her fullback again. The number ends in a five. I can't tell what the first number is yet. 22. Led through 22 on the carry. Slipped. Nice knee block there. 35 was that fullback. 35. Eli Christensen, that's who had that first carry. So uh, about a four-yard gain there. It's going to be second and six now for the uh, Princeville Princes on that lead through the, the left side guard pole there. That, that was 22 carry. That, that one, yes. But that first carry that we didn't know is a fullback. It's 35. Oh, okay. Now we're going to the same play, but to the right side. He finds some space, breaks to the outside, and just like that, the Princes are on the board. That's Tayshawn Keezer for the for the uh, 24. 20-yard touchdown run there. So uh, a nice play there from the Princes. He ran it over the right guard, led by the fullback, and then popped it outside, got around the edge, and into the end zone to score. And uh, just like that, it's 8-6. Now it's 5-22 remaining in the first. And uh, Princes is going to go for two here and see if they can tie it up here. So the fourth down call resulted in points. Uh, I don't say that to be critical, just, a, just an observation. I would have gone for that too, I think. Fourth and two. You know, early in the game, I don't, I don't know. It's a toss-up. I mean, and a pass is picked off by McAwee for the two-point conversion. Nice catch there by McAwee. Uh, high school, you cannot return that. So, blown dead, and that's it. Eight-six. United retains the lead there after a touchdown from the Princes. Eight-six. Five twenty-two remaining in the first. And let's take thirty seconds, and we'll come back with this kickoff. You're listening to Red Storm football here. On to Varium 1330, 94.1 FM. And welcome back to the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant. The Princeville Princes have scored and put themselves on the board. 8-6 is the score. The kickoff there, again, kicked to Lafferty here in the second line on this near side, who catches it clean above his head and returns it back to about the 35-yard line. And the United will take over and get another chance on offense here. Tough break there on that last possession. Uh, missed the first down by inches, and Princeville was able to capitalize and turn that into a touchdown. Fortunately, United stopped a two-point conversion right. uh, and kept the lead, but tough break there. Yeah, you know, I, you know, you know, people will question the play call in there, but you know what? You got to have faith in your in your running back, and he's just you know an inch. And I think we got cut short on that touchdown last week by an inch at the goal line. Yeah, yeah. Um, back to our Hunter Hall at quarterback formation. He's trying to find some space, picks him out to the right, makes one guy miss, tries to juke, loses his feet, but he gets about ooh, six or seven yards on that, so a yeah, good carry on that. It's, it's slick out there. Every running back out there so far I've seen has, has slipped trying to change direction. 
second and four now for the Red Storm. You know what I love about that for the Red Storm is we've been talking for a couple of years now about how athletic Hunter Hall is. Right. And he's been playing wide out, and we've seen him been able to take advantage of that some, but that little wildcat or whatever you want to call it formation gets him the ball right away with no pass, and you let him use his athleticism to, his, to the team's advantage, actually. Now a handoff to McElwee, finds some space. Oh, oh how'd he pop great. out of that? Found some space know. in the middle. He's off to the races. Got pulled out by the again. horse collar again. I mean, why? how do you not learn this? I don't know. That was the Jake Williams, the quarterback, playing DB there. Who? I mean, he's just reaching up and grabbing him on the back of the neck and pulling him down. That one was not near as violent. So feels like, I mean, you know, McElwee hopped right up from now on that first one. Shook him up a little bit. Right, that got them down to the 23-yard line. Now they're going to go half the distance to the goal. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the first play. Yeah. Well, all the way down to about the 20 and then got a horse collar. They suddenly took him down. And next a, thing you know. That's a 35-yard run plus the penalty. But you know what? If you're behind him, you, they weren't catching him. So they had to, I mean. Well, they trip him up, dive at his feet, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and the truth is, that, uh, the, other, the other thing, I'm, I'm, it's harder to grab, obviously, but if you can reach his neck, you can reach his waist, too. Right. Now, let's go back to breaking through the line there. I don't know how he came out of there with his tackle, but all of a sudden he popped free and right down the middle of the field. Kept kept those legs churning and all of a sudden popped out of that pile and then had a, a big hole in front of him. So Nice run there. Now we got first and 10 from about the 12-yard line here for the Red Storm. This time to Rodriguez over the left-hand side. He gets to probably just past the 10-yard line, so a couple-yard gain there. Yeah, we'll call him second and seven. We'll give him three out of that, it looks like, maybe. They're putting it right on the 10, I think. Second and eight, and you probably heard that from the announcer on here. He came out of there kind of hobbling a little bit. Rodriguez did? Yes, he did. He was kind of limping a little. Still in the game. I didn't yeah. see what happened there, but standard formation here for the Red Storm. McMillan, a quarterback, 3.56 to go in the first. Fake handoff, quick pass out to Hunter Hall, makes the catch hit immediately, but he's oh. going to get a nice game there. Boy, that's a – this. I have, I've said this before, if you've ever listened to us on the radio before. Well, everybody wants to be a wideout. I tell you what, catching the ball with your back to a defender that you know is coming and don't know when. He did a great job of holding on to that because he got hit as soon as the ball uh, got yeah. there. That's the stuff that, I mean, if, at least if you're on the line or a running back, most of the time you see the guy coming. Those wide receivers, they catch the ball with the back to the defense. You don't know, always know when they're coming. Third and four now for the Red Storm. 318 to go, 8-6 lead for the Red Storm. They're on, uh, yeah, what are they on? Five. The five-yard line there. A run up the middle. Is that McAwee up the middle? I think he's going to be a little short. Uh, we're going to end up again. with another fourth and short. There goes the stick. So he's one yard, fourth and one. Fourth, I mean, this one, obviously, I mean, this one, it's not like the last one. You go oh, for no. this one. Off. Absolutely. This is, uh, he keeps moving that stick closer. It's, it's fourth and a short one. Fourth and short for the Red Storm here. A big fourth down play. Your Princeville, you're trying to get hyped up. This would be a big stop for them. Back to Hunter Hall in the quarterback spot. Finding there a hole. Plenty touchdown. of space. Walks into the end zone. A fourth and short turns into a touchdown for the Red Storm. And just like that, we increase that lead up to 14-6 to with 2.25 to go in the first quarter. 
Nice call there. I like this center hall running the ball thing from the Wildcat spot. It's kind of fun. Oh, I do too. I think uh, I think it's going to pay some big dividends tonight. I think it, it caught them off guard, and he basically went untouched. Yeah, yeah. You know, the nice thing is I, I don't know if Hunter can throw the ball or not, if he's got an arm or well, – I don't know, but, like, you do this enough, you opens you up every once in a while to throw in that, like, trick play there, and then you throw the pass. You know, a whistle here. Timeout on a timeout Princeville. from Princeville here on, on the two-point conversion. That's strange. Yeah. Robert Tom, or I'm sorry, Tinkham's electric timeout. We'll take 30 seconds ourselves. We'll be back with more Red Storm football in just a moment. Yeah, welcome back to the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant here at Princeville High School where the Red Storm have just tacked on another six points to their lead, 14-6 to over Princeville, with 225 remaining in the first, a nice drive here by the Red Storm with a big run from McAwee uh, in the middle of it. He's had two decent runs here so far, both in it in a horse collar. And now to that timeout, we're going to have our two-point conversion attempt. Back to Hunter Hall, lined up at quarterback. And uh, while I gave him a hard time for calling a timeout for a two-point conversion, they stopped the play. So two-point conversion, no good. 14-6 to six is the score with 2.25 remaining in the first as United will get ready to kick off again. I'll be curious to see uh, what happens here with this kickoff. If we if we pooch, pooch something again 10 yards, uh, I mean, shoot, we almost got it. If he can do it on purpose, do it again. Right. Yeah, I think I, I don't think it was planned, but it almost worked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the principal didn't seem to be covering it at all. I mean, he, um, honestly, whoever that was on that sideline, all he had to do was catch it. And it had been our ball. Uh, you know what? I think I'd like to see us kick it deep this time just to give us a little more room to play defense. Not start with their back to the wall right off the bat. Yeah. 14-6, United with the lead. All first downs by United are sponsored by Simulation Sports and Monmouth. And whenever we'll, the weather will never put a damper on the fun when you book an event at Simulation Sports. Perfect for parties, company events, or fundraisers. Simulation sports is suitable for small or large groups of all ages with golf simulators, batting cages, pool tables, and a lounge area equipped with HD TVs. Thanks to all our sponsors for making this broadcast possible each and every week. And here we are, Rodriguez on the right hash again. And he does kind of pop it, it up, but much deeper this time. It's caught clean. That's Started job. to return and brought down by three or four Red Storm players. Lafferty's in on that. Number five, Chance Stewart in on that. That away, Chance. He only and, went about uh, two yards before he got tackled. Yeah, good coverage. Roger Brown is the other one in on that. Yeah, Roger Brown's the other guy in on that tackle there. So a nice wrap-up there. And Principal take over first and 10 from their own 33-yard line. He didn't kick it deep, but he kicked it high enough. We yeah. got the coverage down. 32-yard line, I guess. Man, that's hard to say. I can't really tell. Like I said yeah, before, they we have, are a long ways away from Well, we are, and there's, there's no tick marks on the side to no. tell the yardage, so we're just kind of guessing, folks. 32-and-a-half is what I'm going to call it. <laughs> First and 10 from the 32-and-a-half-yard line. Hand off to the fullback right up the middle. Gets a couple yards for his wrapped oh, up and brought down. Short gain there. He's going to cut a couple-yard gain there. It looks like they're spotting him right at about the 35-yard line. So based on where I said first down was, uh, that's going to be a two-and-a-half-yard gain, Dad. That's what you need to keep your stat, two and a half. Yeah, well, I don't go by half yards. <laughs> what, uh, who, who ran that? Uh, is that fullback again, 35? 35. 
Eli Christensen. Second and seven now for the Reds, or for the Princes, sorry, for the Princes. Two spread out to the right, one to the left. I formation in the backfield. Christensen and Keezer. Keezer with the handoff. Oh, he's bottled up right off the bat. Nice job there by the defense. That was 71. Sam Flores in on that tackle. Had him wrapped up pretty quickly. Nice job by the defensive line on that play. He might have got half a yard. He went from short of the 30 or short of the 35 to just across the 35. So that's really no gain. So in, for me, then he got uh, the full three from the two and a half that I gave him on the first. Half. Okay. Well, I, like I said, I don't go in half yard increments. <laughs> That's too complicated. It is fractions. complicated. Fractions. Same formation here. Third and seven now still for the Princes. Here comes the Under pass. center. No fake. That's a quick pass to the outside. Reception by number four there. Picked up tackle Roger, Roger Brown. Receiver was Jet Benningfield, number four. Wow. For the that's Princes. A, that's a three-yard gain and a great tackle by Roger Brown. It's going to leave us at fourth and five for the Princes, and I think they're going to run a play here. They punted once before, but 35 seconds to go in the first. They're going to try and get one more off here and spread two to the left, two to the right. The right side is the short side and the near side for us. Shotgun formation for Williams. Takes the snap, rolls to his left. A little pressure from the defense. Almost picked off. Oh, but he ended up catching it, boy. Number two there, Nick Carroll on the defense. I thought he was going to pick that off. But uh, who received that? I didn't see who caught it. Did you? Was it Keezer? He's the last guy. No, he was going deep. I didn't see who caught that, but. Whoever caught that for the Princes, uh, he just kind of ripped it away from Terrell. Yeah, that was an eight-yard gain. I I thought he was, like you said, trying to pick it off. He might have been better off to try to knock it down because it's still our ball. I don't know. I mean, he, I thought he kind of had a hold of it. So I, yeah, either way, it wasn't terrible defense. It was just a nice play made by the uh, the Princeville player there. So with that, the first down for Princeville. It's first and 10 from their own 45-yard line, and that ends the first quarter. So after one quarter of play, United has a lead 14-6 to over the Princeville Princess here in Princeville. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with the second quarter after they switch sides here in just a minute. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WREM 1330, 94.1 FM. And welcome back to Red Storm Football here in the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant. This is the second quarter of action here. Just started with the first play from a first and ten for the Princeville Princes. They got uh, six yards. That's going to be second and four and a run from Eli Christensen. And uh, United's defense wanted to step up here and stop this drive. Under center now is Williams. The handoff again to Christensen up the middle. He's going to get enough for the first down, fall forward, and get a little bit more. He's going to end up almost to the United 40. So a, a nice run there, a nice couple runs from the Princess to get a first down on their side. Call that the 43-yard line, it sounds like. First and 10 from the United 43 for Princeville. Who ran that? Uh, 35, the fullback at Eli Christensen. Same high formation here. Once One receiver to the near side, short side, two to the right. This time, a quick pass straight out to the right. That's the number four. Oh. Roger Brown missed the tackle. Now he's going to get enough for the first down up to the 30-yard line. It's going to be another first down for Princeville. Not not terrible, but again, we go and missed the tackle. Um, that reception was number four, Jet Benningfield, on that catch. So first and 10 from the uh, 30 now for Princeville as they're starting to get their offense rolling a little bit. 
this is the point where you can feel that momentum from their offense. If you're a, a defensive player, now's the time to make a play. Yep, yep, we got to tighten up. A four-man front defense here, about a 4-3 with guys matching up to the wide receivers. Now it's a handoff to Keezer. He finds some space over the right tackle, gets about five or six yards out of it. It's going to be five right up to the 25-yard line. It's going to be second and five for Princeville. Somebody got him by the ankle, otherwise I think he was going to go. Yeah, he, had, he looked like he had a lot of space, and then he was tackled. It's kind of a far side, hard to see a little bit, but second and five now for the Princes from the 25-yard uh, line. United's defense doing pretty good so far. We thought they were going to throw a lot of passes. They've thrown some, but they haven't done a lot of damage with them yet. One receiver now here to the to the wide side, which is the near side for us. Eye formation again. Williams under center. Looking for the snap. There it is. He drops straight back to pass. A quick pass over the middle. Carroll is on him, but he makes the catch, and he's brought down. It's going to be another first down. Trying to see who made that catch. Turn your shoulders there towards us, pal. Hey, maybe he's at number 13 again. No, 13. 13 that made the catch there. So Hunter Johnson on the catch there. And it's first and goal now for Princeville from the uh, seven-yard line. 9.40 to go in the second quarter. Princeville threatening to score again. Under center, handoff up the middle this time. Brought down pretty quickly. He's going to gain a little bit out of that. Ball carried by number 35, 35 Eli Christensen on the carry there. Second and goal. And uh, looks like he's down across the five. So he's down on the four or three-yard line there. Second and goal from the four. So about a three-yard game there. Is that the fullback Christensen, yep. 35. Second goal from the four, nine minutes to go in the second. United a 14-6 lead over Princeville. High formation under centers, Williams. Back to Christensen up the middle. Wrapped up underneath Kenneth Higby in there with a piece of his foot, but I think he was able to fall forward and get into the end zone. So uh, nice effort there by Christensen to put another uh, touchdown on the board. So 14-12 now with a two-point conversion. They can tie it back up. Well, we need to stop this then. 8.45 to go, 14-12. to 12, United with the lead, but Princeton with a chance to tie it up here if they can get this two-point conversion. So big big defensive play for the Red Storm here. Keezer and Christensen behind Williams is under center. He's going to give it to Keezer this time. He's wrapped up back behind the line of scrimmage. Oh, there's going to be a flag. That's... Based on where that's at, that's going to be a face mask or something, probably. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, face mask. So they're going to get to redo it. Yeah, personal foul face mask. They're going to move it up half the distance to the goal, and then the princes are going to get another shot at it. So, man, the bad part about that, too, is we didn't need a face mask. We had them them stopped already. Right. And, uh, you know, it's not a most – well, I would say 95% of face masks are not on purpose, obviously. Oh, no. No, you just – but, shoot, we had three guys. We got them pretty quickly. And uh, now they get another shot at it here. So another shot to tie it up. Two-point conversion here from about the one-and-a-half-yard line now. Under center, back to Keys over the right oh, tackle. Stop oh, we stopped him again. Well done. Defense 
Boy, I thought there was a hole, and then he got popped by a couple different guys. Let's see who gets up the bottom on that tile. Of course, McElwee's in on that. He's in on a lot of those defensive plays. Who else is in on that? Yeah, I can't see any of the numbers now. McElwee for sure. Another 27, maybe Lafferty or Rodriguez. That would make sense. So, nice defensive stop there from United. They maintain the lead. They've done this twice now, two for two, on stopping the Princeville uh, two-point conversions. That's kept the lead. Uh, 14 to 12 with 8:45 to go in the second. Yeah, we started to see some of the passing there, and although it wasn't terrible defense, they completed them and turned them into yards. So, uh, you know, I think that's something we're gonna have to start seeing some adjusting on and make sure we we slow that down a bit. Right. You know, early on in their first possession or so, they had an incomplete, and then they did complete one. But Roger Brown is right there. So, you know, like in Coach Miller's interview, we have to we can't lose our the offensive receiver. We have to stay with them. If they complete it, you got to bring him down right away. And um, we've done that. They've unfortunately completed the passes, but they haven't been anything major. No. And you can still move it down the field, though. Every time they've completed it, our defender has been right there. They've right. missed a tackle a time or two, but we haven't uh, lost anybody yet as far as that goes. Here comes the kick. Over Rodriguez's head, but he catches it. He's going to try and return to the right side. Got a little bit of space. Makes one guy miss. Cuts to the left. No oh, nice cut job. there. He's getting around the edge. Gets tracked great down from job. behind. Cross the midfield point there. And he gets down all the way to the Princeville 42-yard 40, line. See where they actually spot it at, but about the 42, I think. Yeah, that's about a 28-yard return. Yeah, nice return there for Tony Rodriguez. Caught it kind of over his shoulder, turned around, came back, a nice juke right there in the middle, made a guy miss. Surprisingly, he was able to – oh, now we got a penalty too. Oh, I missed the penalty. Oh, I did too. Uh, what is it? I don't know. I don't know, but anyway, I'm surprised he was able to plant his foot and make the cutback like he did. But Golly. So that good, it had to have been a block in the back or something. Cause yeah. now they're way back here, too, because they put like, Brown all the way back to the United 39. Like five yards. And now they're going to mark it back. Five yards after five yards into the return was a penalty, so they're losing. That's like a 40-yard loss of yardage. Yeah. <laughs> that's rough. It was only, like, only marked off about five yards, though. Wow. Uh, he marked off ten. Oh, did he? Yeah, he walked ten back from where they from the spot of the foul. So, ten-yard penalty there from the spot of the foul. So, now instead of first and ten from the principal 42, it's first and ten from the United 29-yard uh, line. Hand off to McElwee. Tries to find some space up the middle. Veers off to the left. Nowhere to go. Got one yard. Maybe got a yard there. He's right at the 30 now, so we'll give him one. Second and nine for the Red Storm. 8.20 to go, two-point lead, 14 to 12 for United here. Second, second and a little less than 10 is what the announcer said. I like that. Second and nine for the Red Storm. McElwee by himself now in the backfield with Rodriguez, the wing on the right. Shotgun formation, snap, he's going to the left. Oh, oh, Rodriguez has a big hole in the middle, finds he's space gone. around the left. He's going on the left. He's at the 40, the 30. He's trying to outrun some guys. Oh, he's tripped up about the 15. What a run there, McAuley. And You know, we're getting little, 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 and then a big old chunk for McAuley. Another big run from uh, Jacob. At least he didn't get horse collared this time. Right, right. That's at least a 55-yard run. 
All the way down to about the 12 or 13 yard line, it looks like, is McAlee. So a nice big, man, I love to see the big runs that come on a, on a play up the middle, too. Not an outside run. It's a play up the middle that you find a big hole and then, and then break it out afterwards. That's, those are always fun. I think they're on the 13. So that's like a 57 yard yeah. run. First and 10. That's a simulation sports first down for the Red Storm. First and 10 from the 13. And off to Rodriguez, going around the left side, finds some space, cuts back, makes Boy. some room. Boy, he got kind of close. He got close lined as well, but all the way in the end zone. So just like that, United puts a uh, gets a six back that they just gave up on defense, and now they're up another uh, or up by eight again, twenty to twelve, with seven thirty three remaining in the second quarter. Uh, nice run there by Tony Rodriguez, making guys twice now on this wet field. He's juked and made some guys miss on that kick return, which got negated, but. And then on that run there too, some nice runs by Tony Rodriguez right. he's, here tonight. He's a little, he's a little, he's not real tall. He's just kind of short, and his center of gravity seems to be more balanced in the middle, and he seems to be able to make those turns. Shifty, yeah, shifty. Yeah, as they say. yeah. There you go. But he's been able to do it. So that's yeah. all that matters. Two point conversion. We go back to the Hunter Hall Wildcat. McMillan and Rodriguez to the left. He's going to look to pass this time. Chucks it. Oh, tries oh. to get it to Rodriguez. It was a little high. That's a tough pass for a guy that's not a quarterback. You rolled him. You rolled him to the left, and now he's got to throw across his body. You know, yeah, backwards, back across his body. But a good attempt there. It's a little high. Rodriguez tried to grab it, missed it, and no good. Now you can see he's not typically a, a passer. It wasn't the cleanest spiral you'll ever see. But you know what? It doesn't really matter as long as you get it done. I like to play. We've been running him all night on that Wildcat, and I like to play. I told you before, you keep doing that. It opens up a pass. The receiver was open. We just didn't complete it. So right. 20 to 12, 733 remaining in the second. That's a Robert Thompson trucking uh, touchdown for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson trucking at 768-2697. All your kickoffs tonight again are sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Nice uh, drive there from uh, the offense. McElwee's got three big carries tonight. Yeah, Jake's, uh, he's already at 11 carries, 136 yards. He's yeah. got a 57-yarder, a 35-yarder, and a 35-yarder. So. Yeah, a couple big big runs there for uh, uh, McElwee. So good night for him. And then, again, like we've been saying all, all season so far, the little one-two punch, you get some big runs and nice runs from McElwee. And then Rodriguez comes in behind, shifts his way through the line and gets a touchdown there himself. So nice job. By the Red Storm now. Lined up for the kickoff. Rodriguez down the left hash. The ball blew off the tee. I don't know what the rules are here, but uh, there uh, it's a freebie. Set. Well, I know, but I but in the NFL, after it does it once or twice, oh, they make it hold it. Hold it. Yeah, I don't want my finger kicked. No. <laughs> there we go. Ready to go again. On the left side, runs up. He's a left-footed kicker. Kicks that one real high in the air, just past the 40-yard line. It is caught, and he's going to try and oh, return. Yeah, he, oh, the yeah. ball kick. What happened? He put his hand up for a fair catch. Oh, he did. And then he ran with it. That's what they're doing. They're uh. stopping it for the fair catch time. I think he regrets doing it. But... Well, no, he doesn't because that about the 45-yard line, he fumbled it. So. Yeah. I didn't see the fair catch symbol, but I wasn't looking for it either. So. It was really quick. He threw his arm up. First and 10 now for Princeville. They're going to take over at their own 37-yard line. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was the quickest fair catch signal you'll see. But 
I was watching a, a college game, I think, this weekend. Oh, and that's a penalty, too. Yeah, because he ran after he, he ran called the fair catch. I was watching a college game this weekend, and it was uh, they, the guy made a fair catch call, but the guy coming down the field to tackle him didn't see it. It was a real quick one, and he was trying to evade a blocker, just didn't see it. So the guy fair caught it, and then he got just murdered by the defender, yeah. and of course he got a penalty for it. It wasn't on purpose. All right. That was a good play there on defense, held um, Keezer to two yards, I think. Oh, they gave him three. They gave him more than that, yeah. Wow, I didn't think he got that far. All the way up to the 30, 35-yard line there. Second and seven for the Princes there after that run from Keezer. 35-yard line, their own 35, just under seven to go. 20 to 12 was the lead for the Red Storm. We need to get a stop here and get the ball back. I'd like to have a two-touchdown lead. Here's an interesting formation. Back to the shotgun with one half back. Now Keezer motions into the slot on the left. Roger Brown comes over to cover him. They're looking pass again. Nobody's open, but Keezer gets it wide open way down the field. A short throw, but he's able to catch it. Boy, that's, that's just a, a good route there. A little bit of confusion from the United defense there. And Keezer's fast. I mean, he's fast. Don't don't get me wrong, but he uh, just kind of outran the defenders there. The, the throw, honestly, I mean, that could have been a touchdown if the throw was over his head and in stride. Yeah. But he kind of lofted it up, and uh, Keezer had to stop and come back and catch it. Uh, 33-yard pass play. Still a big play, and first and 10 for the Princeville Princess from uh, now the United 33-yard line. So there's that big play, big pass play we're talking about. Not not a touchdown, but still a big play. It almost looked like our defensive backs thought he was going to run, so they came up and let him get behind him. Back to that same formation. This time they hand it off to Christensen up the middle, finds some space. He's brought down by Roger Brown and McElvey there. Oh, I'm sorry, Hunter Hall. But not after he, not before he gets enough for a first, uh, Princeville Prince's first down. So uh, first and 10 now, rough from right at the 20, basically. 13-yard gain there. That's a little too much. Two plays in a row. Hey, you spread them out, you complete the pass, and then you're running up the middle. That's hard to defend if you can do them both. Same thing here, a slot and a wide out on each side with uh, Christensen in the backfield with Williamson. They're going to or Williams. They're going to give it to Christensen. Oh, good tackle! This time he's brought down. Nice job, Sam Flores there. Sam Flores on the tackle there, followed up. I mean, mostly Sam Flores, but uh, uh, Chris Rodriguez got in on that tackle too. So well done by the defense there. Just a one yard gain off that run. Same play they just did a second ago for 13 yards. This time they only got one. Yeah, he wrapped him up. He got both arms around him and just basically stopped him dead in his track. 5.20 to go in the second quarter. Here's the clock ticks down here in this first half. United received it, so Princeville will get the ball back to start the second half. Just something to keep in mind. Shotgun snap is high, but but God, Keezer in the corner. Oh, good play. Nice defense good there play. from Hunt, that Hunter Hall out there, I think. With him the whole time and reached up and just knocked the ball out. Nice job there by uh, Hunter, or maybe that was Owen. No, it was Hunter. Oh, yeah, it was Hunter, yeah. Yeah, he stuck his hand right in there and knocked the ball out. Knocked the ball out. So it's third and nine. Clock stops, 5.06 to go, 2012, United with the lead. Uh, I should say 5.06 to go in the second quarter if you're just joining us. And it's going to be third and nine for Princeville. Yeah, big play here. They started off running the ball a lot. They're starting to open it up a bit here, throw a few more passes. Shotgun again with Christensen on his right. 
He's rolling to the right. little pressure. Quick pass to the outside there. He catches Good it play. and brought down pretty quickly by Roger Brown again. Or maybe that's, yeah, Roger Brown. Ty Lafferty was out there too. But yeah, about a three-yard gain is all. Yeah, so, I mean, you, I, didn't see I mean, who caught that. Three yards better than 30. So now it's going to be fourth and uh, seven. Fourth and seven here. So a huge play for the United defense here. 430 remaining in the second quarter. They can keep them out and use this time to run down and get another, uh, punch it in again before the half would be great. Same formation here. I got to think they're throwing this. Yeah, straight drop. Looks, little pressure. Oh, picked off by Terrell. Picked off by Terrell. What defense. Nice job right across the middle. Wow. Reached up and snagged that sucker right out of the air. Now, the, down, the bad news is he wasn't in the end zone, was he? In the end zone? Yeah. Was he in the end zone? Well, I can't that's see what the they're line. discussing. I mean, he, he caught better it. better off to knock it down. He caught it, basically. I mean, if they're on offense, he caught it running backwards. Right. So, towards the end zone, that's the direction he was going to get the ball. So, the rest are going to get together and huddle here and decide where, where it gets the ball. Right. He would have been better off to knock it down than get the ball at the line of scrimmage. But if they... So... They just called a first down, and then I think it's going to give it to him about the two. So it's going to be first and ten for the Red Storm from their own two-yard line here. So a long field to go, four, just over four minutes to do it, trying to punch something in here before the half uh, to give yourself a better lead here. Prince will get the ball to start the second half. So I think it's pretty important here, Dad, that we get a, get get some points on the board. Well, McAwee up the middle, a little bit of space, line. bounce off a get couple guys, going to get past the 10-yard line. Uh, not quite to the 10-yard line, sorry. Just shy of the 10. Be second and three, probably. And on the tackle for Got some running, got some, got some room to work now, anyway. Yeah, not quite as pinned against the end zone as we were. That was a big, huge play on defense. Yeah. Even if you don't catch it, just knock it down. It's fourth down. We get the ball back. Just to make the stop and keep them out of the end zone. Right. Rodriguez on the right is a wing now with McAwee. They're going to run to the left with McAwee over to lead blocker. Nothing going there. And uh, if you got anything, it wasn't much. Had to give him about a yard. So I'm going to call third and eight. Third, third and eight, if you ask me. Third, third and two. Third and, oh, third and eight, yeah. <laughs> they made it eight. That's the other way. Left. The other way. Third and two for the Red Storm. 310 left now in the second quarter. Trying to move the ball down the field a little bit, looking for that hole to pop open. And off again to McAwee up the middle. Good Enough play. for the first down. Out to the 15. The clock will stop for a second to set the sticks. Then it'll roll again. We're under three minutes to go now. United again with an eight-point lead, 20-12. to 12. 2.50 remaining in the second quarter here. United trying to get down again. Prince will get the ball to start the second half. So, I mean, I, I mean two-score lead at halftime would be huge. Would be, would be very, very big. Yeah, Paul and Terrell on this near side. Now both Rodriguez and... McAwee in the backfield. It's going to be a quick pass to Hall. He's hit immediately. And uh, they call forward progress. And he's at the 15. 
Right at the line of scrimmage. Right at the line of scrimmage. So no gain there. They were ready for that quick pass. They hit him almost immediately. So no gain on that play. Looks to me like uh, McMillan kind of fumbled the ball first. He had yeah. trouble getting a hold of it, so he didn't get it out as quick as he wanted to. 20 to 12, second and 10 now for the Red Storm from their own 15 yard line. Again, looking to get something going here on offense. Shotgun snap, good. McAwee going to the left, trying to find some space oh, around the outside. Up. He's upended there. Right, the line of scrimmage. Got, got his legs. Not much of a game there either, maybe a yard. Yeah, they gave him about a yard. It's going to be third and nine. Third nine for the Red Storm here. Big third down play. You don't want to have that fourth down pressure. You want to get the first down on this play. Oh, I'm surprised Princeville's not using the timeouts. Yeah, minute and a half. Try to get the ball back. I mean, they've had pretty decent field position that they forces to punt. Well, they've taken at least one timeout. There's a whistle. Somebody, Coach Miller, I think, is taking a timeout. Coach Miller is going to take one. He wants to get a good third. Now, you need the first down here. You don't want to have that fourth down decision. You either have to give them the ball back with a punt or give them the ball back uh, if you miss the fourth. I mean, you know, you want to get the first down here. Quick score update for you. Uh, Monmouth Roseville is playing number, what did you say there, number four? Morrison ranked, you know, they're ranked fourth in 1A. Yeah, that's what I said. You said seated. At this point, it's the same thing. Oh, okay. Anyways, 21-0, to Monmouth Roseville is down to Morrison at halftime, so Tough matchup there for Monmouth Roseville. 21 0 for, for homecoming, nonetheless. Morrison, I think they knew was going to be good coming in. Sure, yep. 120 to go in the second quarter. It's going to be third and nine for the Red Storm. The ball's on their own 15 yard line. They've got an eight point lead, 20 to 12 here. It's been a pretty good game so far offensively for the Red Storm. They've been able to move the ball on the ground some. Get some big run plays here and there. They've done pretty good on defense. A couple mistakes, but those are going to happen. And now we're trying to get a long first down here. We're looking deep pass. He's wide open. He's wide open. Terrell with the catch all the way at the 50-yard line. He's slammed down at the 47, but he was wide open. There was nobody near him at all. Nice play call there. Well done. Big, big, big first down for the Red Storm. In fact, that puts him in a spot now where you're thinking with a minute 10 left, you can still score. Yeah, that's a 37-yard pass play. Nice job there by the Red Storm. Good play call. Nice catch by – or throw and catch by McMillan and Terrell. First and 10 now. Snap, and it's going to be the Wildcat to Hall. Oh, and he's got a one-handed tackle on the backfield there. Nice play by uh, 58 maybe. No, 56, 55, somebody for the Princes. I can't read their numbers, sorry. Four-yard loss. Yeah, he just started, Hunter just started getting going to the right, and that, that kid was in the backfield, got a hold of his shoulder and just yanked him down. Second and 14 now, 15 now for the Red Storm. McMillan back at quarterback. They canned off, quick pass to the left to Hunter Hall. A little bit of space, nice blocks out in the, by some wideouts, good job there by the receivers, and a quick timeout by United with 20 seconds left. It's going to be uh, third down and five. Yeah, third and five for the Red Storm. So a nice play there for the Red Storm, a quick pass, nice uh, downfield blocking from the wideouts, and Hunter Hall gets a nice little gain there as well. So third and five, you got 20 seconds to go. What do you do? What do you, what do you call here, Dad? Oh, I think you got to throw it. 
flea flicker. Because if you don't, if you don't complete it, then you stop the clock. If you run it, the clock's going to run out before you get another playoff. This, this is this is the your last time out for a double reverse flea flicker right now. <sighs> yeah, I don't even know what that would look like. Well, the annexation of Puerto Rico, for all you people out there that are not young, you'll know what that's from. Dad has no clue. I don't have okay. a clue. The annexation of Puerto Rico is coming up, folks. Here we go. Big play, third and five, 20 seconds in the second quarter, 20 to 12, United an eight-point lead. Rodriguez and Brown to the right. McAwee's in the backfield with McMillan, and we've got Hall and Terrell to the left. And shotgun formation. Here we go. McAwee's on McMillan's right-hand side. He's looking straight past. He's looking deep. Nothing there. Moose steps up in the pocket. Gets a little... Oh, what a great idea, though. Just a little hard. A little too high. Nice try there for the Red Storm. Owen tried to drop one into Rodriguez. He was a little bit free past the defender. And it was just a little too far for... Rodriguez, and now it's fourth and five with 13 seconds left uh, in the half here. One more shot for uh, the well, two, I guess. I mean, you can get more than one out of it if you get the first down. Yeah, we'll see what ha- see what they. Uh, Can't know. We're going to try it again, or you think they'll just run it and make uh, them use their last time out to stop the clock? Well, they won't have the clock well, to stop on a change of possession. That's right. Might my, well my do whatever you think is going to get your five your five yards here. Same formation, two to the right, two to the left. McElwee in the backfield for protection. McMillan the snap. Looking straight pass. Looking to his left, right. Steps up in the pocket again. He's getting chased from behind. Looking for something. Nowhere to go. He's going to get sacked. And that's a tough play for him. I mean, he made, he made a lot of time yeah. for that and just couldn't find anybody. He could have thrown that away probably and not yeah, make it didn't lose any. I mean, he may have lost a yard or two out of that, so it's not like they gained any uh, field position by right. taking the sack. One play, six seconds left. But I think Coach Miller is over on the sideline there telling him to throw the league. Yeah, too. you don't have to take that kind of hit. Now, first and ten from the 45 for the uh, Princes here, and uh, only six seconds left to go in the second quarter, so they basically got one shot here to try and get some. They'll get it back to start the second half, so we'll see what kind of play they have. Trips left here, one receiver to the right, one for protection. Pressure, short pass to the right sideline, falls uh, incomplete with 1.8 left, so they're going to be wrong. They're going to get a second shot here. We didn't throw passes when I was in high school. I've got no no notion of how long it takes to run a pass play. Seems like it should take more than six seconds, but apparently clearly it only, doesn't. Apparently it only took what? 4.2. 4.2. One more, now one more shot here. 1.8 wins comes in from the coach with his play. Heading to the huddle. 20 to 12. Almost halftime here. Princeville trying to make something magical happen here for them to get another score before the end of the half. <coughs> Under center now is Williams. Back to that I formation. Just going to run a handoff to Christensen up the middle. He's going to gain about four yards out of that. And uh, that's going to do it for the first half. So with one half, two quarters of play under our belts here, United's going into halftime with a 20-12 to lead over the Princeville Princes. Uh, nice start for United. And well, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with some stats. And uh, we've got a special guest coming up here at halftime. And we'll get your halftime show to you. You're listening to Red Storm Football on here on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. 
Hey, welcome back to the Brewery Communication Sports Network and the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth where the Red Storm are taking on the Princeville Princes alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant, and you're listening to the LMP Insurance Agency Halftime Show. If your auto home, commercial life, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Today, our halftime scroll right now, United leads the Princeville Princes. 20-12, to 12, an eight-point lead after a nice First half from the Red Storm, some nice offensive plays, some good big plays, some nice chunks taken off at different times, and as well as some uh, nice defensive stops by the Red Storm. So all in all, a pretty good first half for the Red Storm. Uh, let's take a look at who scored in this first half, courtesy of Save a Lot Foods. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot of food store in Monmouth, Illinois. Our first half scoring summary and stats from that. Okay, and uh, scoring, United started the scoring in the first period at the 9.37 mark. Jake McAway with a one-yard touchdown run. The two-point run by Hall was good. United led 8 to nothing. Also in the first period, Princeville then got on the board at the 5.22 mark with a 22-yard run by Keezer. The two-point run was no good, and United led 8-6. to six. In the first period, again, United scored at the 225 mark with a three-yard run by Hunter Hall. The two-point run was no good, and United led 14-6. to Princeville then scored first in the second period at the 845 mark. Christensen with a four-yard run. Extra point run was no good, and United led 14-12. to United then scored for the third time in the second period at the 733 mark, a 13-yard run by Chris Rodriguez. The pass was no good, and United leads 20-12 to 12 at halftime. We have Brandon Harmon and Miller Geiger. It's your first half scoring summer. we got some stats for you, too. Let's see who's leading the way. We'll start with United uh, in the first half in the rushing game, 23 carries for 177 yards and three touchdowns, led by Jake McElwee with 15 carries, 150 yards. Tony Rodriguez with three carries, 21 yards. Uh, Hunter Hall, four carries for eight yards. Each of them have one touchdown. Uh, the passing department, Owen McMillan was four for five for 49 yards. Hunter Hall caught three for 12. And Nick Terrell caught a big one there late in the second quarter for 37 yards. Yeah, nice catch by Terrell there at the end. Yes, it was. Or Terrell. Uh, Princeville was led. They had 15 carries for 75 yards. Tayshawn Keezer with 7 for 35, and Eli Christensen, 8 for 40. In the passing department, they were 6 of 9 for 78 yards. Hunter Johnson, I have 2 carries for 26. Keezer, 1 for 33, and Jet Benningfield, 3 for 19. These are highly unofficial, by the way. You can't see the numbers. I may be giving yards to people. I didn't earn them. I know she still don't have any halves in there. No, not doing anything by the half. The good thing is United has one penalty for 10 yards, so that's a great first half. Uh, Princeville has four for 32. Yeah, which Princeville, two of those And a turnover. And two of those penalties for Princeville came on the first play of the game. Right, and uh, they had one turnover, too, that threw that interception. Terrell with that pick at the goal line. Oh, yeah. Yep, you have one turnover. So that's your halftime stats and your scoring summary for the first half here for the Red Storm. Uh, let's take a quick little break, and we'll come back. We've got a special guest interview for you in just a second. Uh, so we'll take a quick break and come back with that. You're listening to uh, Red Storm Football here on WRM 1330 94.1 FM. And welcome back to the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network uh, home of United Red Storm football. We are in Princeville, Illinois tonight, where the Red Storm are taking on the Princeville Princes. It is 20 to 12 at halftime. Uh, United's offense offenses look pretty good. Made some defensive stops, and they go into half with an eight-point lead 
uh, something they want to hang on to here in the second half. But for now, uh, we've got an extended halftime with it being a homecoming, I believe, for Princeville. So we, uh, we uh, sent a text here to, to a buddy and had him come up, a little special guest at halftime here. We've got uh, Jason Lancaster, uh, first-year head boys basketball coach for United Red Storm uh, High School. Coach, thanks for joining us tonight. No problem. Uh, glad you made the trip to Princeville, a little drive for a little football tonight. Yeah, I you know I support uh, all United sports. Sure. It's fun to be here and watch the boys play. Yeah, yeah. And it's a pretty nice night for it. I mean, it's a little wet on the ground for them, but for us watching, it's a pretty nice night for a football game. Yeah, it looked like it uh, may have rained here right before the game. Yeah, it kind of looked like it was wet out there. So uh, uh, footwork and uh, might be a little bit uh, treacherous, but, uh, you know, pretty nice. Make it, making it happen. So you got, you got, I'm sure, lots of things going on here. First year for the – uh, well, let's talk first about your history. You've been how long? How many years were you the junior high boys basketball coach for United? I was at the junior high for six years. Six years. So, uh, obviously, not a, a new face to United by any means whatsoever. You got some kids in school as well, so you've been around. Everybody kind of knows who you are. But first year as a high school, uh, the varsity bas- basketball coach for the boys. Uh, what kind of things you've been doing here, kind of gearing up as uh, basketball, and it'll be kicking off before we know it. Uh, it's a lot of individual work at this point. Um, you know, the football players, we leave them alone so that they can concentrate on their season. I have sure. a few boys that aren't involved in any fall sport, and then I have a few golfers that um, mm. Mr. Neal has allowed me to bring in. So we've been working out um, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, lifting some weights and just doing some individual work, guard, and big guy um, things. And But, you know, right now – there's not a whole lot that we can really do until yeah, the sure. football season sure. finishes up. Yeah, it's kind of the nature of, of high school athletics, right? Especially a small school where kids play more than one sport, which, uh, I mean, I don't want anybody to take that negatively. Like, I'm, I'm guessing you want them to play Absolutely. multiple sports. I mean, Absolutely. Everybody wants to focus, but if you talk to any coach or anyone actually involved, everybody says they should be playing multiple sports. So Yeah, I was uh, a three-sport athlete. Yeah. I think every every kid should be involved in as many things as they can in high school. Enjoy yeah. the experience. Yeah, it's good good, good workout for them. Uh, good, keep your body going and you know, use different muscles in each one. So I, I think it protects against injury a, a little better than if you were just focused on one thing. But yeah. Neither here nor there, and I'm no I'm no expert. So, uh, so what are we looking forward to here? Uh, basketball practice can actually start when in November. November. Yep. And yep. you got a Thanksgiving tournament this year. What, what what's kind of the the initial games that you would play? Uh, schedule will be a lot like in years past. Uh, we go to a Rover Williamsfield Thanksgiving tournament um, right after Thanksgiving, and then um, a few non-conference games, and then we will host our own uh, Christmas tournament. Yep, yep. And um, then you get a little bit of time off before we get into the, the, the meat of it, the meat of the conference, conference yep. schedule. Yeah. And we'll be hosting, I assume, the girls as well, the girls and boys holiday tournament like we have the last couple of years, yeah, last least, year at least. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that should be good. Uh, any idea on how many boys you're going to have coming out this year? I know that's probably a little fluid yet still, but a uh, rough estimate. We had a we had a quick meeting um, to hand out this, kind of the uh, fall workout stuff, and I had uh, 25 kids there, freshmen that's through good. seniors. So you know we're a little we're a little short on uh, seniors this year. We should have four seniors out. Um, so you know we'll be a little bit younger, but it's all right. we'll find a way. That's all right. Young guys can be uh, coached up a little, all right? Absolutely. Who's helping you out this year? Who's your Who's your assistant coaches? Well, uh, right now Steve Cairns is the uh, yeah. JV coach. We're in the process of putting together a couple 
more assistant coaches. Sure. Um, and but uh, that hasn't quite been finalized. Sure, yet. sure. Um, uh, just kind of a, what do you think has been the, the most difficult part here of, of coming into a program, a, a nice program? I mean, you know, Coach Dennison's done a good job the last few years of building up the program. They've had some success, obviously. You know that. You were uh, following them in the junior high area. I mean, what's been one of the, the more difficult things so far for you in, in just transitioning from junior high to high school? You know, I can't say that there has been right now. I mean, I know, I know the kids. The kids yeah. know me, you know, because I've, I've – that's true. A bunch of these kids, well, you would have coached before. I've coached yeah. every one of them at the junior high level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's no, like, you know, transition, new Trying coach. to meet them. Or yeah. New, yeah, yeah. We already know each other. You know, I am uh, I'm, uh, took a driver's ed position at the high school, so I get to see them every day, which That's I nice. think is uh, huge in coaching. So, yeah. you know, you kind of get to see the kids and try to recruit the hallways. Um, but, Keep an eye uh, on them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure uh, once the, uh, the game starts, you know, and, you know, things get going. There's going to be some things that are going to be completely different, uh-huh, yeah. and, you know, and I'm going to have to learn, you know, learn on the fly and uh, do a lot of studying. But, um, sure. you know, I, I'm excited to uh, get started. Um, I, I hope the football team plays for a while. It's kind of a nice win at the beginning of the year. The football team has success. Yeah. I think um, that success can lead into uh, – you know, later on and in, into the winter season and the spring season, it kind of kickstarts uh, the school year off right. And so I'm here hoping that they get this win tonight and, you know, find their way into the playoffs and, you know, yeah. go as far as they can. You know, you talk about how it can mess with practice sometimes if they go far enough, but the energy, I mean, that's what people want to talk about. The energy and the momentum of having a, a successful football season can also carry over. When you have two sport athletes, yeah. you can get some of that carryover as well, which is a good thing. And the kids are coming in in shape. I mean, you know, they're going to have to pick up some stuff, but even if they miss some practice, they come in in shape. So. Yeah, well, it's a good problem to have. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And they'll be excited to join, you know, and excited to get started in basketball once uh, once they uh, get done here with football. Season. Yeah. Again, Jason Lancaster here, head varsity boys basketball coach for United High School's first year. Uh, getting ready to get going in, in a couple months here. We'll be here before we know it. Jason, thanks for coming up and joining us. Uh, I'm uh, looking forward to uh, coming. I'm, I'm sure I'll be in Dad probably at a couple. I mean, Dad's rest a lot. Uh, not not your games, but other games. Yeah. Uh, but I plan to be at as many as Sean will send me to. So uh, yeah. should be fun. We'll be there. We'll get to talk to you a bunch there in the basketball season too. But appreciate you coming up. Yeah. And uh, good luck this year. Thanks, Casey, for yeah. having me. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Jason Lancaster again, head varsity boys basketball coach for United Red Storm basketball. Let's take a break. We'll come back, get you some keys to the second half and the kickoff, and we'll get going in the second half of play. Here in Princeville, where United leads 20 to 12 at halftime, you're listening to Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. And welcome back to the Victorious Furniture Broadcast booth and United Red Storm Football. Here with the LNP Insurgency Agency halftime show for your auto home, commercial life, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734 2116. Today, again, our halftime score right now 20 to 12, United with an eight point lead over the Princeville Princess here in Princeville tonight. It is homecoming for them. They've had a nice uh, homecoming halftime show here. We just, if you weren't with us before the break, we had uh, head uh, varsity boys basketball coach for United, Jason Lancaster, up here to talk a little bit about the upcoming basketball season. This will be his first season in that role. But as he said in the interview, he was the junior high coach for six years. So all these kids have played for him in the past, which makes that, uh, transition pretty easy. So looking forward to some basketball, but we got a lot of football up before we get to that point. Um, a couple scores here from the area, from the 
from the ScoreStream uh, app, it looks like. Uh, we'll just get you a few. I actually just got another update from Vanessa here. Monmouth Roseville having a rough night tonight. Uh, oh, no, that was a different score. They, so, Monmouth Roseville was down 21-0 to to Morrison at halftime. Uh, she also sent me West Central's leading Galva. That's eight-man football, uh, 40-0. to So, that's nice for West Central. They've had a slower start this year after winning the state championship last year. Uh, so, that's a nice good lead for the West Central Heat there in their eight-man league. Uh, as far as other scores from the area in uh, football here tonight, Stark County, we just got a first quarter score there of seven to nothing over West Hancock. Uh, Robo Williams Field is playing uh, Lewistown, North Fulton, Cuba, whatever it is, uh, uh, LB, co-op. LBL, LBC or something like that they call it. But uh, they were up 20, Robo Williams Field that is, was up 21 to zero in the second quarter. Uh, anyone Weathersfield is playing A Town tonight. They were up twenty-seven to zero in the second quarter, and uh, one we were kind of looking forward to seeing how it turned out was Knoxville and Mercer County. And uh, Knoxville had a sixteen to zero lead over Mercer County. Uh, missed when that. Let's see if we can find that again real quick. There it is, sixteen zero at half. So that's a halftime score there. And the other one, McComb was playing Breeze Modern Day. I believe they had to go all the way to Decatur for that. Uh, or to Breeze, Illinois. Sorry, that's twenty-four to six. They're down. I would say this is another interesting story too, because Ridgewood is playing the number one ranked Amboy in eight man and only losing twenty to fourteen at half. So they're in the game there. Ridgewood's doing pretty well in eight man football this year. Yeah, yeah. So that's some local scores around the area for you again here at halftime of the United game. Now let's talk a little bit about this first half before we get your keys to the second half. Uh, we, we talked a little bit, honestly, we've seen, you know, a lot of times in a half of uh, football like this, you say, see one side or the other of the ball that's doing really well, offense or defense. But tonight, I, I feel like the offense and the defense have both done pretty well at times. Yeah, we, they've done all well. We, we've stopped them a couple times, but, uh, you know, this game also has the makings of being the last team to have the ball, last yeah. team scores, wins. Um, so having a lead obviously is an advantage in that eight-point lead, knowing that they're going to have to score twice to beat us, touchdown the next, and the two-point conversion to tie us, and then score again. Well, so far, they really haven't stopped us much either. We stopped uh-huh. ourselves um, once. We couldn't, well, we went for it on fourth down at 25 and didn't make it. That's That's good defense on their part. And then they scored quickly after that. So uh, aside from that, they haven't really showed much that they can stop us. So Yeah. I mean, do you really want to get in a trading scores kind of thing? Probably not, but if you're going to give up the scores and you keep scoring, then we should be in good shape. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is you saw Princeville start to throw the ball around a little bit more in the second quarter, kind of open up their offense a little bit, and that's when you start to see them move the ball a little better. I mean, in the first, in the first quarter, it seemed like they were running the ball more. And while they were getting some good runs here and there, they got a couple good running backs. Uh, they weren't moving it consistently, and United had some pretty big stops. Second quarter, though, it seemed like they opened it up a little bit more, threw a few more passes. Uh, got one big play. It wasn't a touchdown, but it was still a, a big play. And then a big pick there right at the end of the second quarter from Nick Terrell uh, to kind of end their drive, uh, which was great because Princeton's going to get the ball here to start the second half. So, uh, you know, lots of stuff uh, uh, to be happy about. And still, uh, as a coaching staff, I'm sure Coach Milroy and the other coaches went in at halftime and had plenty of things to try and adjust and, uh, uh, you know, make this lead a little better. I did make a note earlier 
that I feel like the two-point conversions could be a big deal in this game. Right, and I, I think both teams are going to make some adjustments, but uh, you're right about the United's pass defense has played pretty well. I mean, they've given up some yardage, but, but not the big play touchdown kind of thing. So yeah. I hope we don't jinx them in that respect. But yeah. United is playing well also in terms of penalty-free. Yeah, they've had one penalty, and in the past, that's kind of been a uh, kind of I don't know a jigaboo form in the past a little bit. But uh, today, they're they're playing clean. They're playing their hard nosed defense up the middle. They're not getting much running room up the middle, and um, I think if they continue to do that and play that good pass defense, I, we should be okay. Just keep moving the ball on offense. We should have an awful lot of. Um, confidence on offense based on that first half. Sound a lot like your keys to the second half right there. Exactly. <laughs> Just like they always are. You know, the same basic stuff. Yeah. Maintain your drives and score and then hold them and, and force turnover. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. the turnover in the first half. Yeah, this was your LMP Insurgent Safety Halftime Show. We are lined up and ready for the second half kickoff. Brought to you by Farm King, the famous store with more since 1959. Rodriguez, a pooch kit. Drops it about the 32 or 28-yard line. It's picked up, missed a couple tackles, and brought down at the 40-yard line. Yeah. I think it was Rodriguez. Got him or who carried it. I think it was that guy, that the last one coming back on the backside there, that has carried or returned that, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That might be Keezer, 22. Oh, I think it was him. Yep, Keezer yep. was the returner there, so. Uh, not a great return, not a bad return. And I think Rodriguez made the hit on him. First and 10 for Princeville from their own 40-yard line here. Now, this would be United's got an eight-point lead. This is where you need to get a stop. Uh, you, this is If they don't score here and we can score, then you kind of eliminate that last one to have the ball oh, uh, situation you were talking about. And as oh, we yeah, say yeah. that, 77, that's that's uh, Collins, right? No, that's no one. That's no one. 77, he's not on here. It's Collins. No Nolan Jenks. Or Jenks, that's what I mean. Nolan Jenks. I was thinking of Colin Jenks. Sorry, wrong Jenks. Nolan Jenks there. Had him wrapped around the ankles. Yeah, nice nice tackle there by Nolan Jenks. Mason Giddings, I think, is in on that too, but Nolan, the initial stop. So just one-yard gain there, second and nine for Princeville on a nice play from the defensive end, Nolan Jenks. Two sprint to the left, under centers, Williams. High formation. He's looking past this time. It's a quick pass to the outside to number Good four. Tackle. Nice tackle. Roger Brown, he's wrapping some guys up. A nice job there. That's uh, number four, Jet Benningfield, on the catch there. And got about four, so it's going to be third and five. Uh, so a, a decent game for them, but a decent defensive play for uh, the Red Storm as well. That setup is kind of a pick as he catches it going out and the outside receivers going in. The idea there is that the defenders are kind of getting in the way of each other, uh, but Roger Brown evades him and makes the tackle. So He's a good, solid tackler. Yeah. Two wide receivers to the near side here. Near and short side. That's to the Christensen up the good middle. Oh, I, I thought Christensen had it, but it was uh, Keezer. Yeah. Had it. My bad. One yard. So nice stop there, a big play for the United defense, and now it's going to be fourth and four. And uh, from the own 45-yard, 46-yard line, it's a big play here for uh, Princeville and United. This is, this is the stop we need to get the ball back and uh, make something happen because Princeville's going to go for this. They're not going to kick this or punt it. Yeah, it's a, it's a big play. This can get your momentum still going in your way if you can make this play right here. 
Ten minutes left in the third here. First possession of the second half. Princeville got one first down. Now they're trying to get a – oh, no, they didn't. This is the first uh, – oh, big stop in the backfield. Mason Giddings, well done. Nice play. Also coming in to help set off is Ty Lafferty. That's going to be nowhere. He gets just past the 45, not close to the first down, and not close enough anyways. And it's just like that, the turnover on downs. He barely got back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, nice, was, nice, nice by the defense there. Yeah, Giddings was right there. He was, came right around that left end and just got a hold of him and took him down right away. So nice defensive play. Now we got to capitalize. Let's get this lead out to two touchdowns. Two receivers to the right. McAwee on his – no, not Mac. Yes, McAwee on his left. Oh, oh and he got met at the line of scrimmage. He's going to get no gain on that. Mason yeah. Giddings, I think, was in at the wing there instead of Tony Rodriguez. Yeah, he kind of danced around a little too much and couldn't get his footing to keep going. There's Rodriguez is back in now for Mason Giddings. So second and ten now, no gain for McAwee on that one. McAwee, if you missed it, had 150 yards in the first half. A huge first half for McAwee. Uh, I mean, there are guys out here, a lot of running backs in high school that would love to get 150 yards in, in one game. Right. And McAwee got in one half. Brown and Terrell to the right. Hunter Hall, Wildcat formation, going to keep it around the left edge, trying to find a spot to squeeze through. Get a few yards out of it with some lead blockers before he is tackled about four yards out. Uh, Princeville's got a player down on the far side. They're going to stop the clock and bring the coaches out for him. He's in the middle of that. I think he got blocked. But he's acting like he's in some pain, or in some pain, I should say. Third and six here. For Princeville, um, yeah, he's getting up on his own. The trainer come out there. Yeah, he's going to have to come out. Either his arm hurts or his uh, – yeah, He's holding that re- right arm. Re- 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 his arm or shoulder or something. But yeah. he, he jogged back over to the huddle like he was going to yeah. keep going. But I don't he know. came out on the floor. He's going to have to come yeah. out of the game. On the floor? Did I say floor? You did say floor. I said field. By the way, the injured player is number 21, uh, Marcel Primera. Marcel Primera, I'm sorry. And he is being pretty uh, baby in that right shoulder a bit. So they'll check him out here. You're not on offense now. Third and six, hand off the McAwee left side. Oh, wow. And he got met pretty quickly there. That was a nice read by the linebacker there. I, I cannot. His number looks like two circles. I have no clue. Yeah, that's a two-yard loss. <laughs> maybe 55? Maybe? Denzel Garza? <laughs> that was That was funny. The official didn't come to the middle and take the ball from him, so McElwee put it down, but he kind of gave himself an extra yard out of that. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. All right, so now big fourth down for the Red Storm. They force a three and out from Princeville, and now they're in, uh, facing a possible, I shouldn't say three and out, a turnover on downs from Princeville. Now they're facing the same thing. Straight pass uh, down the middle to Rodriguez. Lots of defenders there. It's picked off. He's got a little bit of space to return. And he slips trying to make a cut there. It's, the tackle goes to 77, which is Nolan Jinx. But, uh, you know, honestly, I mean, you know, everybody wants to get excited. That's as good as a punt. I mean, he got back to our line of scrimmage, basically. Right, right. It would have been better if we had tackled him right after he caught it. Sure. It basically brought it back to where it was originally. Yeah. 
Rodriguez was in the right wing spot, released right up the middle of the field, and uh, Owen tried to to get it over to him, but it was a little short. There are also about three or four defenders in the middle of the field, and it was just grabbed by one and returned. So first and 10 now for the Princes from their own 45-yard line. little fake to the right. Screen pass to the left. He's got some space. He's got lots of space here. Downfield blocker. There's a hold. United able to make the tackle. No holding call. Boy, they were all over Terrell down there. Nice job by him to, to get rid of that blocker and finally make the tackle. But they were all over him down there. That easily could have been a holding penalty. Who was that thrown to? Ooh, I didn't, was it six or four? Four. Could have been four. I think it was a single Benny. digit, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So all the way down to the 15-yard line now, first and 10 for the Princes. Actually, I think it was six. He's on the far right. There's no six. Now, this one's to four, or maybe it's eight. Oh, he trips up, so no no gain on that play. Maybe it's eight. He's on the – I'll watch him here. He's coming this way. Far side. Roger Brown. (laughs) I'm telling you. Everybody out there might be saying, I need some glasses or something, but these, these dark oh, numbers, oh, 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 cannot read them. The so what happened on that play? Oh, uh, that was a loss of a yard, a pass to Bennington. Okay. So second and 11 for Princeville, and uh, if that receiver will come to this side of the field instead of the far side, I could tell you his number. <laughs> That's all right. But uh, nope, he went to the far side again. We are highly unofficial. We are. Man, I, man, I just don't know. I cannot see him. Hand off to Christensen this time up the middle. Tackle pretty quickly there. Tony Rodriguez in on that, as well as Jake McElwee. A little bit of a gain there. Back past the original line of scrimmage, but not a big gain. It's going to be third and seven or third and eight. Okay. And that's third and seven. Third and seven for the Princes here. On their own 12-yard, or on their own, on United's 12-yard line. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Christensen in the backfield with him. He's looking straight past to the left. A little lob to Keezer makes the defender miss, and he's going to get to the end zone and get a score. And just like that, if they're in within two points again, 20 to 18 on that 20, uh, on that touchdown pass to Keezer. To the left here, nice run by him. Uh, Giddings missed the tackle there. He was, he was there, just couldn't get a hold of him. Uh, to his to his credit, uh, Keezer's pretty quick. He's a running back typically, so he caught that and was able to make some moves and get some yards after the catch and did just that. Yeah. 20 to 18 now, 546 remaining. This is that two-point conversion we're talking about. Right. So far, they haven't got a two-point conversion yet, have they? Uh, no. Uh, so we've stopped all their two-point uh, conversion attempts, and we, we got our first one, but they've stopped all of our other ones as well. So th- this could be the difference. Under centers, Williams looking to pass. Quick pass over the middle. It is caught, and it is good. So the two-point conversion is good. Benning Benning again on that. So uh twenty to twenty a tie ball game all of a sudden. Five forty six to go in the third quarter and the princess tied up twenty to twenty. And we had our chance there. We forced a turnover on downs, had the ball within on our own side of the field, our own half of the field I should say. Um uh, but they they were able to keep us from getting the first down ourselves. We threw a pick on fourth down. 
and uh, and they're able to get back down the field. A couple big pass plays, and just like that, it's a tie game. So a tough turn of events there for United, but uh, we're still right now in the mode of uh, could be the last person or last team to have the ball wins. Yeah, that screen pass has pretty much hurt us all year. We can't seem to we we don't seem to defend that very well. Yeah, that is hard Hunter to defend. Hall on that play. Hunter Hall had a direct beat on the quarterback that there was nobody between him and them. He just kind of lofted it over the top of him, and then there was nobody. Which is the whole idea. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's you know, the whole idea. That you you know, let the let him go. I mean, in a screen pass, it's a hard play on both sides. It's a hard play to to execute well on offense, and it's a hard play to defend well as, uh, as well. So. Back to the kickoff here. Prince is going to kick a squib kick to the left. Bounce takes a nice bounce for Rodriguez to grab it, find a little bit of space, makes one guy miss. Another good return. Don't block in the back, fellas. No flags this time. No. So this time, the good return by Rodriguez is not taken back by a penalty. And uh, United's going to have good uh, field position here to start this possession. We just got to take advantage of that. It'll be about the 39-yard line, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, they're going to put a ride on the 40 because it's easy. <laughs> yeah, not at all where the ref is. I, no, I, I picked up the ball with standing. But I think what, I, what I've learned is that I think it depends on the crew a little bit, but a lot of these crews, especially to start one like this, they'll put it right on the line yeah. if they can. If it's close. First and 10 now for the Red Storm. A handoff to McAwee's going right, trying to find some space around the outside. Makes one cut off the back of a, of a blocker and, and gets a first down. Almost to the 25-yard line there. So a nice run on first down from McAwee to the right. And that's what you need to see him get going. That's a simulation sports first down. The weather will never... We got a, we got a penalty? Uh, oh, holding. Oh. Okay, well, simulation sports, you still sponsor the first down, but wow. we didn't actually get one there. So uh, never mind. I'll, I'll read that when wow. we get it here in a minute. We're going to lose eight yards out of that. Yeah, shoot. Good run there by McAwee. I didn't see that flag come out. Oh, he's picking. That's because it's right here on the sideline, hidden by the players. Makes sense. That's where the play went. So now it's going to be first and uh, 19. First and 19 for the Red Storm. So it would have been a first down. Oh, miss. Made one guy there miss. Find goes. some space again around the left. He's got the first down. He's down to the 20 with Terrell on front of him. And another high tackle. Wow. This kid, every time he runs long, they tackle him at his head. I mean, I'm a, I don't I don't want to be too critical because there's yeah. Princeville people up here. But there, there have been a lot of high tackles in this game by Princeville. Yeah, to the 11. That's uh, 40, 39, 38-yard 38-yard run, I think. I don't want to talk while you're doing math. Yeah, that's a nice struggle. <laughs> first and 10. There's your simulation sports first down for the Red Storm. First and 10 from the 11-yard line now. So they technically can still get a first down. Hand off to Rodriguez over the left. He runs into a pile there. He's not going to get anything if he loses a little bit. Ran into quite the pile on that left-hand side. The weather will never put a damper on the phone when you book an event at Simulation Sports. Perfect for parties, company events, or fundraisers. Simulation Sports is suitable for small and large groups of all ages with golf simulators, batting cages, pool tables, and a lounge area equipped with HDTVs. Simulation Sports first down was that play before this one. Now it's going to be second and ten. So no gain on the play there for Tony Rodriguez. 
And uh, United trying to capitalize here on a big run, two big runs, actually, for McAvoy. Right. One got pulled back for a holding, but he had a big run twice. Yep. And now we're going to get a legal motion. The center stood up. I'm not sure what happened, but he, he, he stood up. I think it was a center. Maybe it was a guard. The, the, cam- the camera operator for United next to me nodded when I said center. I think he's... Uh... Telling him what he, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know why he would have done that. Well, he was down, and then he brought his head. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, as a center myself, I don't know why he did it, but he stood up. So, five-yard penalty there, and uh, it's going to be second and fifteen now for the Red Storm. We jinxed him talking about lack of penalties there in the first half. Hand off to McAwee coming right. Boy, there were a lot of. A lot of uh, Princeville players in the backfield, it seemed like, on that. A nice push by the defensive line there on that play to get through. We're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot here. Yeah, linebackers are shooting those gaps pretty good. I just realized that some of these plays that the, the kid next to me is rewinding. It's like replay. Oh. So I watched it again for a second. That was kind of nice. Little boot, boot, boot replay action here. So it's third, and I won't tell you how long for United from the uh, twenty, uh, two or twenty-three yard line here. They got a ways to go. Rodriguez and Terra on the left. Hunter Hall's in the the Wildcat formation, and now he got a false start because he jumped. You know, I mean, that would be a downside to a guy that doesn't normally play quarterback. He kind of did a little too much uh, motion there to to seemingly fake out a, a, a snap call. Right. You can't, like, uh, juke him, basically. Yeah. Which yeah. I, he wasn't trying to. I think it was just he got leaning forward, but nonetheless, another illegal procedure there. You know, I think I feel like at halftime or even before the game, I need to not talk about certain things. Yeah. Leave it's him almost alone. like I'm psychic. Leave him alone. And I mean, it's just weird. If you uh, thought I didn't want to tell you how long it was last time, I'm for well, sure not going to tell you how long it is now. Right, I don't. I mean, it's just it's third and it's third in the end zone. That's what it is. We got to get to the goal line. So, ooh, a high snap. And Hunter's not able to pick it up, but that's recovered by Princeville. So that's going to be Princeville ball. Man, that 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 is a uh, tough sequence there. I mean, you get you get some plays. You get first and goal, or well, basically first and goal, but it's first and ten from the eleven, right? And then you get three penalties that back you up to third and forever. And then the next snap is high through the hands of the quarterback and a fumble and recovered. Yeah, he so, tried to pick it up. He maybe should have just fell on it. But first and ten from the eleven at the from the eleven yard line, and now it's first and ten going the other way on the forty. Big turnaround, Princeville. So a huge turnaround, and now Princeville is going to have their first possession in a while where they could take a lead. First play is a pass to the right, and it's overthrown incomplete. It's going to be second and ten now from the forty for Princeville. There, oh, well, you know what? I bet that receiver early on that we didn't know his number, I bet it was 13. Uh, okay. Because he's caught some other passes, and his number could look like an 8 from a distance. Oh, a one could be. Three. Could be. He's here on this side now, but in this 13 right here? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Boy, they are hard to read, though. I bet that's who it is. Shotgun now with the running back on each side. It's going to go to Keezer. He's going to go over the right-hand oh, side, and Roger, Roger. Brown. Oh, wow. Right, Tony Rodriguez. 
Tony Rodriguez was in there close, but Roger Brown popped him pretty good and took him straight down. I thought it was going to be a big gain. It turned into a two-yard gain as well. Wow, he hit him straight up, and he didn't go any farther than that. <laughs> third and eight now for Princeville. 2.15 remaining in the third quarter. It's a tie game, 20-20 to 20 here in Princeville. The United's defense looking to, to get the ball back here after a tough offensive sequence on the last possession there. They can't off the keys. A nice tackle there. Mason getting another good tackle. That's the 45 is Eli Christensen. And now the Princeville is going to force another fourth and, and a long fourth down here. Fourth and five. And of course, I mean, they're going to go for this again. I mean, they, they they punted that first time they had a fourth down, but we haven't seen a punt since. Everybody's basically gone for fourth down. Yeah, that's uh, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I think that they would like to back us up and then hold us and, at the same time, the last offensive series, we backed ourselves up. That's true. So, That's true. Uh, so it's a big play here on defense. Oh, they are punting. Oh, they are. I can't see the punter. He's behind the, the pole. Oh, Sorry. Low have... snap, low snap. Mason Giddings is almost on him. He's going to pick it up and run now. we got to make a tackle. He's short. He's going to be short. He had to get to the midfield spot, and he's not going to get there. He's going to be short. Yeah. It's going to be a turnover on downs. Almost while Mason Giddings had a shot there, getting him waving the back there. Right. Didn't quite get him. Instead, the punter picked it up and decided to run it and was uh, knocked out of bounds. Who's the punter's the quarterback, isn't it? Uh, what is it? I wasn't even paying attention. I, he was blocked by this. I couldn't see him. So first and 10 now for United from the Princeville 49-yard line here, 48-yard line. Yeah, so that's kind of that's a four-yard gain, actually. <laughs> first and 10 now for United. Trying to make up for the last offensive possession. Flores wasn't ready. He's coming on the field now. Right tackle. That mouth guard in. Gets set. Now we run the play. McMillan handoff to McElwee. Met in the backfield. Tries to keep going. Gets nowhere, and then is tackled. One yard loss. Yeah, it's going to be a one yard. Yeah, they're going to take him back to the 50 here. So it's going to be second and 11 now for United from the 50 from the midfield marker here. Boy, they've uh, changed up their defense a bit. They're kind of, I don't know if the, all the linebackers, oh, I'm, I'm going to watch this time. All the linebackers might be coming down, busting gaps, and they're getting through on those runs. Yeah, we're not, uh, we're not getting anywhere. If we had a screen pass, now would be the time to run it. Right. We dump it right over those linebackers there. Here we go. Rodriguez at the left wing now. McElwee is to uh, McMillan's left. Snap, handoff. He's going to the right. Gets a couple blocks this time. Past the line of scrimmage up to the 45-yard line. The ball came out, but on when he hit the ground, so no fumble there. And it's going to be game. Third and five for the Red Storm, and that's going to end the third quarter here. So as the clock ticks down, the buzzer goes off here. It's going to be third and five for United here, heading into the fourth. A tie game, 20 to 20, a little bit of a different second half here. The first half had a little more scoring than this, but uh, so far only one touchdown here in the third quarter, and it was from Princeville that tied up 20 to 20. So let's take a break. We'll come back with the fourth quarter here in just a moment. We've got a game for us, folks. Stick around. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. And welcome back here as we start the fourth quarter of action here in Princeville with the Red Storm take on the Princeville Princes. It's 20-20 to 20 here at the start of the fourth. 
United's got the ball. They had third and five here to start this quarter. And a run to McAlee goes nowhere. So it's going to be fourth and five now on the uh, Princeville 44-yard line. So a big play here for United as they go for it on fourth, ground, fourth down. Again, a high snap. McMillan pulls it in, looks to pass, has oh, Terrell open, and that's a first down. Nice job. Nice play call there. They're going to roll the clock. They say he stayed inbounds. They'll stop it for a minute, smooth the sticks, and then wind it. But he got all the way down to the 34, it looks like, in Princeville. So simulation sports first down for uh, the Red Storm. A reminder, all of our uh, kickoffs tonight are sponsored by Farm King, the famous store more since 1959. First and 10 for the Red Storm here. Rodriguez well, is going to motion to the right wing. After McMillan, they wanted to flag, and they did. It was a late flag. He flinched. Another false start here. Rodriguez flinched, and I thought maybe he was going to get away with it. Man, such a good half penalty-wise, first half, and now this half been a struggle. So that's going to bring it back in uh, first and 15 now. Roll the clock. 10-54 left in the fourth. It's a tie ball game, 20-20. to Terrell and Hall come to the left, which is the wide side here, the near side for us. McElwee by himself in the backfield with McMillan. There's the snap, pulling to the right. McElwee finds a little bit of hole, gets back up to almost the line of scrimmage. It's going to be just short at the 35-yard line. It's going to be second and 11 now. I still think we're going to, I think he's going to break another one. You know, they're doing a good job so far, but I, I still feel like he's going to, he's going to break loose here in a second. You know, I mean, we, we are running these a lot, which is fine. I, I like smashing the ball up, up, up the middle or between the tackles at least. Uh, but you know, that pass play, we got the first down. That was a nice call there. A little shift, you know, Brown by himself now on the left here, this is the wide side. Here's an, another pass. He's looking for oh, Rodriguez up the middle again, and it's picked off again. And they're going to call him down. To be quite honest there, I'm not sure why we're throwing it to Rodriguez up the middle there. There's three defenders there. Brown had one, one-on-one coverage. You could have thrown it over his shoulder on the left-hand side and had a better shot, but... That's what got picked off a minute ago, too. There's a lot of defenders right there. Yeah. I just, I'm just not sure that that's the right place to try to throw that one. Yeah, and I don't know if that's that's where we're looking the whole time or if that's uh, just Owens. To, I don't, you know, I don't know. It doesn't really matter at this point. But, uh, you know, you've got a bunch of receivers going out. I and mean, like I said, Roger Brown had lots of space here on the left, had one-on-one coverage. You throw it up there and see if he can make a play. But. Instead, we get a pick, and now it's going to be first and 10 for Princeville from their own 10-yard line. They do a fake and a quick pass up the middle. That's caught by... Well, that was complete two J-Williams. What? I don't know what happened there. Jake Williams threw it. Had to be Jake Williams threw it, right? Yeah. Oh. Oh. We changed quarterbacks. Oh. Oh, okay, so we, Logan Carruthers is in as quarterback for uh, Princeville. Jake Williams had that catch for a first down here. First and ten for Princeville, a little, little personnel change. Now it's a handoff to Christensen, and Mason getting meets him right after he got the ball. That's going to be a loss oh, of a yard or two there. Nice job by Mason getting. 
Leading the tackle for Should be a couple Taylor yards off. Nathan Jennings. Yeah, second and 12 here. Or second and 11. Yeah, it looks like he lost one. Second and 11 here for Princeville. So nice shot by Mason there, meeting uh, that run to Eli Christensen. Again, the the uh, Princes have made a substitution. They have uh, senior Logan Carruthers in as the uh, quarterback takes a snack, looks, snap, looks a pass to Keezer on the left, who stays on his feet. Good effort there by Keezer to stay on his feet and keep moving forward. He didn't get the first down. He stopped short of that. But uh, a decent game for him either way. That's uh, Tayshawn Keezer there. And it's going to be third and three now. Third and three, eight, eight. Just over eight minutes to go. 20-20 tie game here again. United went in at halftime with an eight-point lead. Now it's a tie ball game here in the fourth quarter. Carruthers under center. Handoff. Oh, good play. Up the middle, and he stopped immediately. No game. Hunter Hall. 75 or 76. Chris Rodriguez is in on that tackle along with Hunter Hall. So nice play there for no gain. Now it's going to be fourth and three. A huge fourth down play for United. We need this back. I'm going to bet they're going to punt. I don't can't imagine. Oh, no. You, you seven. Oh, the way this boy. is going. To give up a short field and three. three point in the game. Don't leave a guy open. we got to make a play here. Come on, get some pressure. You know it's going to be a quick pass. And it is. Knockdown. Nice play. Nice Great job. Play. Hunter Hall in there. Gets a hand on the ball. Knocks it down. Incomplete. It's a turnover on downs. Huge, huge, huge play for the United defense. Seven eighteen to go in the fourth, and they get the ball back now. First and 10 from the Princeville 32-yard line. What a play by Hunter Hall there. Oh, that's a great play. Really, really well-timed. He hit him at the same time the ball got there and knocked it out. This is huge. United can score here. That puts them in a good spot. Yeah, we we got we got to punch this in. We got to figure a, out what's working and punch something in here. Run a few minutes off the clock first, and so Brown on his own to the left here. McMillan is shotgun. Rodriguez is going to lead the way for McAwee, trying to find some space. He's wrapped up in the backfield. Escapes. Now he's trying to get to the right. On oh, he's still wrapped up for a loss of a yard. Boy, that would have been a loss of four yards, but he escaped one and got it back up. It's going to be a loss of two now, probably. Yeah, maybe three, but I'm friendly, so I'll call it two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I moved it back up a little. Second, second long. Second long. No matter which way you look at it. Yeah, either way. Same formation here. McAwee and Rodriguez in the backfield. Terrell and Hall on the right. Brown on the left here for your wideouts. Shotgun snaps a little high, handed off to Rodriguez, going to the right, finds a little bit of space and moves the pile forward up to the line of scrimmage, at least the original line of the game. Ball carried by number 27, Tony Rodriguez. Short game on the play. He might have got three out of it. Third 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 nope, they're putting it right on it. Yeah, basically right on. So we got back to the original line, uh, line of scrimmage here. So third and ten for United, who's – Offense has struggled to really get going here in the second half. And you really haven't been able to do a whole lot. A couple big runs from Jake in the th- early in the third quarter, but it's showing signs of uh, you know like last week, we had offense in the first half and nothing in the second half. Little fatigue, motion now underneath a bad snap, and Owen's got to just fall on it. 
think that was going to be a motion and a pitch under to, to, to Hunter Hall coming underneath, but the snap was high into the right, and Owen had no choice but to just fall on it. And now it's going to be fourth and long again for the Red Storm. Boy, we've just been, been on our heels offensively this entire second half so far. Haven't been able to put ourselves in good positions to have the upper hand. Instead, we're on our heels trying to make up lost ground all the time, whether it's lost ground from a lost yardage or a penalty or whatever. Uh, just trying to make up lost ground, it feels like. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just kind of weird. It's, like I said, it's, it's like last week. We had all the offense in the world in the first half. Second half, we couldn't seem to move the ball, and we're struggling with that again now. Trips left now. Straight pass. McMillan looking deep. Oh, he's... Oh, through the arms of the intended receiver, which is that Terrell, or who is that? Hunter Hall? Hunter Hall, through his, through his hands. I mean, there were, there were three defenders there, and it went right through Hunter's hands. Man, what an effort there. By no fault of Hunter. Like I said, there were three defenders around him, but a well-placed ball there uh, by Owen, and just uh, couldn't pull it in. And it's a turnover on down. Now it's back to Princeville with just under five to go, 20 to 20 here in the fourth. And the defense has got to be uh, on their A game again. Carruthers still in at, at quarterback for Princeville. That's a quarterback change. They had Jake Williams in the first half. Now Carruthers is in. Jake Williams is playing a slot receiver here on this uh, 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 near side. Two receivers each side, one running back. Carruthers looks straight past. A little pressure from Giddings. A pump fake gets him in the air. Turn around. Look for the ball. Look for the ball. Look for the ball. Oh, he missed it. Oh, if Terrell didn't know it was coming. If he didn't know it was coming, that ball was short enough. Terrell could have turned around and caught it. Still falls incomplete, so that's okay. But nice pressure there from United. That's one thing we've missed on some of these passing plays is we haven't seen as much pressure on the quarterback as I'd like to see. Right. They just need to keep working at it. You know they're going to keep throwing the ball. Everybody's getting tired on both sides here. Clock stops the clock. 4.51 to go. 20-20 still the score. Tie game. 4.51 to go in the fourth. Princeville's got the ball second and 10 now from their own uh, 36-yard line here. Two left, two right. Wide receivers, one running back. Her other's the quarterback. Shotgun formation. Snap is there. Rolls to his right. He's looking deep. A little pressure. Throws it underneath. It's caught by number 88, who escapes one tackle, escapes another tackle, and he's off to the races up the middle. Hunter Hall meets him, still escapes the tackle. He's tripped up, dies for the end zone, and they say he's in. That's going to be a touchdown, and that is all effort. I mean, that's an all-effort touchdown by, uh, by the – was that number 88? Is that right? Yeah, Josh Hunt. Yeah, the tight end, Josh Hunt, 88 on that. All effort. He 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 got himself out of probably three or four tackles there. Cool. What an effort by Josh Hunt there to, to, to punch that in for Princeville. The only good news, Dad, is that there's lots of time left. Oh, yeah. And again, Absolutely. these two-point conversions, they could be huge here. They could be huge. 26-20 now, Princeville with the lead. They're going to go for two now, try and knock it in. Carruthers in at quarterback. Receivers on each side are close to each other now. Stacked up almost. Quick pass to the right, open and caught for the two-point conversion. 
And uh, an eight-point lead for United at half turns into an eight-point deficit now with 4.33 to go in the fourth quarter. 28-20, to 20, United is down. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more of this fourth quarter action here on WRAM 1330, 94.1 FM. And welcome back to the Bray Communication Sports Network here in the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant. And uh, with 4.33 remaining in the game in this fourth quarter, uh, Princeville has just taken their first lead of the game, 28-20 to 20 over United. <coughs> a long uh, touchdown pass there to the tight end, uh, Josh Hunt. That's his first catch of the game. And, uh, boy, with just a bunch of effort, he escaped a bunch of tackles and went. How far was that touchdown 64 pass? 64 yards. 64 yards to the end zone. Uh, good news is, 4.33 remaining. That's lots of time for United. We know their offense can move the ball. They they did it in the first half a bunch, and they've done it a little bit here in the second half. They struggled a little bit more here in the second half, though. A Farm King kickoff is a squib kick, almost an onside kick. Kenneth Higby covers it up right away. Nice job there uh, by Kenneth Higby. That's tough on the ground right in front of him. You just fall on it. So Now, the nice thing about that is we only got 50 yards to go. Yep. It's going to be first and ten for United. Oh, they just—they're tossing the the Princeville guy for diving on him. Ooh. Because the, he's on the ground, falling after the ball, and and he didn't go for the ball. He just dove into Kenneth Higby's back. So the referee called unsportsmanlike. Unsportsmanlike And now he's throwing a flag on. He's going to toss the coach, too. Yeah. He's getting flags all over the place. And now the coach is gone. Now the coach is gone. Ooh, it's getting nasty out here. There's a coach out here getting in front of the head coach. He chucks his, chucks his uh, headset. Coaches and players getting in the way. And uh, we've got a bit of a mess here. Now, the thing for United is they're going to get a lot of yards on this. I'm not sure what. So the head coach got pretty ticked off because the referee threw out for targeting, threw out the uh, Princeville player. It was an onside kick, basically, right up the middle. Kenneth Higby's the middle guy. He fell on it. Um, I didn't even see who the player was. Oh, I didn't either. Uh, but he just dove uh, headfirst oh. into Higby. Oh, 24. 24, 26. 24, 26. 20, Colin Carruthers, maybe? 24. Is it 26, too? Is Nick Wills. It's 24. It's Colin Carruthers. So just dove into Kenneth Higby, not going for the ball, just dove into him. He's on the ground. So he got tossed for that. That's a. Uh, personal, uh, you know, personal foul in sports and like whatever you want to call it. And the referee uh, threw him out. And with that, the head coach came on the on the field talking to the white hat and uh, apparently was doing a little more than talking or using uh, specific words, I would guess. And uh, the white hat was pretty quick to throw a flag on him and then threw his hat because he was out of flags and then tossed the head coach. At which point the head coach came charging back towards the ref, and other coaches and players got in his way. And somebody from the uh, the assistant coach from the press booth, so well, that's another uh, 15 yards, with 30 yards lying down there. And now they figured out how far to go. They walked it all the way down. Instead of first and ten from their own 49, it's first and ten 
from the 21-yard line for the Red Storm, who are down eight with 4.33 remaining. Hand off to McElwee to the right, wrapped up in the backfield. Now, listen, we talked about how, how far that goes with penalties, uh, but there is something to be said about the energy that can be get when you get a team ticked off. I mean, this is where you, you, you need to make a play. you got to punch this in to kind of keep that, uh, to kind of stick it to them almost, I guess. I mean, you talk about MLB, uh, Major League Baseball coaches, managers getting tossed on purpose at times to try right. and fire up a team. I mean, that, that that's a real thing. So, McMillan in the backfield here, second and 12 now. Fake, he's looking to pass, a quick pass to the outside. It's picked off. off he's down the sideline. There's nobody in front of him. Somebody's going to have to catch him. He's in the 40, the 30, the 20. He's going to be gone, folks. Nobody's going to catch him. And just like that, they've tossed everybody out. Everybody in this press box is complaining. And the uh, Princeville defense gets a pick six uh, from the 20-yard line. A quick pass to the outside, a pick six all the way down. And what was an eight-point game is now a 14-point game with 3.44 to go in the fourth quarter uh, with uh, Princeville coming out to try and get another two-point conversion here. There's still time left on the clock. It's not over yet. Obviously, United's going to get the ball back again here. But we're going to have to get something going on offense. Two-point conversion now for Princeville to try and make it a 16-point game. It's already for sure a two-score game. But they could make it a two-touchdown and two-point conversions game if they complete this. So it's always a big play. And we're going to get a timeout from Princeville here. They want to get the right play call here. So we'll take a Tinkins Electric timeout ourselves. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tinkins Electric at 335-3034. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Stick with us. This is United Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. And welcome back to Princeville High School where the Red Storm are down 34-20 to after a pick six by the Princeville Princes. Now looking to get their two-point conversion and make it a 16-point lead. They're going to hand it off to Christensen up the middle. And he is going to get that. And so with that, it's going to be a full two-score lead, two touchdowns and two two-point conversions lead for the Princeville Princes, 36-20, to 20, with 3.44 left to go in the fourth quarter. And, uh, man, what, what, a, what a sequence of events here leading up to this, uh, this lead for the Princes. I mean, you know, sometimes, like you said, when a, like a basketball coach gets a technical or something, then the, the, the team gets fired up over that. In this situation, he got a penalty, and then he got kicked out. And, boy, what a, even with the 30 yards and penalties, the first play was a, a loss of two, and then the interception for an 80-yard return. It's amazing how stuff like that happens, but it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, at every level in every sport. I will say this much. I, I don't know that I've ever been at a high school game and seen a, a high school football game and seen a football coach toss. No, uh, not in that, not, not in that way anyway. I, yeah. mean, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't I've know. Seen basketball coaches ejected and baseball, but I've never seen a football coach ejected for, you know, I don't know why that is, but I've never seen that, I guess. So, yeah, I don't Another know. Farm King kickoff here for Princeville. United's going to have to score and get the ball back and score again. They kick a line drive squid kick to the left or the right side. Lafferty grabs it, tries to return a bit. He's brought down around the 40-yard line. 
I mean, our field position hasn't been terrible all night because nobody will kick it deep. Everybody squibs it. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't been able to do anything with it yet. So, you know, the hard part about this, too, is Owen McMillan just threw that 80-yard intersection or pick six. He's got to shake that off and come back out because we're going to have to throw the ball a little here. We've we got to oh, score twice. So Absolutely. So he's going to have to shake that off and not let that uh, make him shy away from the throws he's got to make now. So three receivers to the right, including Hall, Terrell, and Rodriguez. Brown by himself on the left. It's a quick pass out to Hall. Looks for some blockers, a little bit of space. Going to get six or seven yards on that. Not a bad uh, play there for a little bit of positive yards, which we haven't done a lot of yet. So, 3.34 to go. Clock's running. Second and four for the Red Storm. Now Brown and Rodriguez to the left. Hall and Terrell to the right. A slow snap. McMillan has to, oh, man. He almost picked it up, but instead he had to drop to a knee to grab it, which puts him down for a loss of six, five, six. I thought it was second and four. They're not, they're not back to the line of scrimmage. Second and three, I thought. But either way. Yeah. Oh, did we get a timeout? A Tinkins Electric timeout? They're looking for an electrician contract you can trust. Call Tinkins Electric at 335 3034. Remember, if uh, you know, all United touchdowns are sponsored Robert Tom- by Robert Thompson Trucking, looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Pickens Electric. Um, so I just switched from one read to the other. <laughs> Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. I don't know that Thompson Trucking wants to do much of uh, electrician's work. So um, <laughs> just saying. They'd probably rather haul the stuff than uh, install lights. So, well, you said a while ago you were confused. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so after that Tinkins Electric timeout, United comes back out. It's going to be third and eight now for the Red Storm. Third and eight. We've got Brown, Hall, and Rodriguez to this side, to the near far or uh, long side here, wide side. Nowhere to go. McMillan tries to run now, tucks it in. He's brought down pretty quickly. He might have gained a yard, and it's going to be fourth and seven. Fourth and seven for the Red Storm, whose offense is just – I mean, there's no other way to put it down, but the offense has just struggled the second half. Oh, absolutely. Just, just like last week. I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, they should have had all the confidence in the world from the first half, and the second half it's, it's like a different team. 245 or 235 remaining now. Fourth and seven. The high snap. Paul's able to grab it, but he's got nowhere to go from the pressure. Actually loses yards, and it's a turnover on downs. And uh, that might have been the nail in the coffin right there. Yeah. So Principal's going to take over now. First and ten from the United 40-yard line. A crazy second half here for uh, both teams, but for United especially. Yeah, it just went. It just went haywire. It's just uncanny how that happened. Yeah, what are the my my daughters always ask you when you come home from golf? Yep, the wheels fell off. The wheels fell off. Natalie and Haley, that was just for you. The wheels are falling off here right now. It feels like first and ten for Princeville. Forty yard line. 
Under center, hand off to Christensen up the middle. He's going to get at least five. Stays on his feet. Going to get closer to nine now. And it's going to be second and one now with just over two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. 2-10 remaining now. 36-20 is the lead for Princeville. Second and one from the uh, 31-yard line. And at this point, they're looking to just take their time and run the run the clock out. Yeah, I don't think United's going to use their last two timeouts down two scores. It's yeah, the quarterback's going to wait till the the back referee puts his hand up to start counting for a delay game. Then he'll snap it, he's hand it off. Fast. Christensen up the middle stays on his feet again for a little bit. I'm guessing some of that is the United players should be trying to rip that ball out, which is part of that. Right. But a first down there, stop the clock for a second and move the sticks, and they'll roll it forward again. A minute and a half to go in the game, 36-20. And Princeville with the ball here, first and 10. They are on the – are they on the 20? I think they're on the 20. First and 10 on the 20. Again, Carruthers at quarterback. He'll wait for that back judge to start counting down the delay game before he snaps it. There goes counting. So now I'll snap it. Hand off again up the middle. This time to Keezer, I think. Wasn't it? Yeah, Tayshawn Keezer there. Not much of a game. Under a minute now. Higby and a couple other red storm in on the tackle there for no gain, second and ten. We pretty much controlled him in the second half. He's got six carries for four yards. Yeah. Now we've got a beat on him, but it's the others that are hurting. Yeah, they've thrown the ball. And right, now they're going to line up and just take a knee. 35 seconds to go. And they've taken a knee. That's probably going to do it, folks. That's going to roll down. And on homecoming night, Princeville pulls off the comeback down eight at halftime. They're able to come back in the second half and pull off the victory as the clock winds down. Our final score here is going to end up being 36-20 to 20 with Princeville on top here. If you'll stick with us for just a minute, we'll come back here in a second. We'll get some final game stats for you, a scoring summary. We'll see if uh, Coach Milroy's got time to come up and give us a little interview after the game. Uh, but we'll get you your post-game show here in just a second. Stick around. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WREN 1330, 94.1 FM. Hey, welcome back to Red Storm Football on the Lairs Collision Center post-game show. If you have collision damage repair, call Lairs Collision Center at 734-1949. Lairs Collision Center, professional auto body repair services, drivers, drivers trust. Our final score here tonight, United Falls to the Princeville Princes uh, on their homecoming night. 36-20 to 20 is your final. Um, United struggled to get on the board in the second half. In fact, they didn't get on the board in the second half. They had a 20-12 to 12 lead at halftime and uh, fell 36-12. to 12. So a tough second half for the Red Storm here tonight. Not how they wanted it to end. Uh, they'll uh, leave tonight's game now at two and three on the season, and Princeville moves to three and two on the season, heading into uh, next week's uh, week six homecoming game. 
Our post-game coach's interview uh, will be in uh, a minute here. We'll see if Coach Milroy's got time to come up here tonight. They've got to drive home, so, uh, of course, as, as we all do, but uh, we'll see if he has a chance to come up here tonight. If he does, that interview will be brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life member, FDIC. Uh, for now, let's just jump straight to our scoring recap. Dad will give us that, how the scoring went here in the uh, – are you ready? I'm sorry. Yep. Well, scoring recap here for the game. Yeah, and the uh, unfortunately for United, all the scoring came from Princeville in the third period at the 546 mark. The 12-yard pass to Keezer from Williams. Um, the pass, extra point pass was good, and the score was tied at 20-20. At the 4.33 mark in the fourth period, a 64-yard pass for Carruthers to Hunt. The pass was good, and the score was 20-28. to 28. At the 3.44 mark, it was an 80-yard interception return by Williams. The extra point run was good. The final score, 36-20. to 20. Sorry, we, we will go straight to Coach Miller. Here he came up here so we can get back to the team, back to the bus, and heading home. Uh, so this is our post-game coach's interview. Head coach David Milroy up here. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Brought to you by Security Savings Bank, Party Community, Party of Your Life, member FDIC. Coach, these are always tough. Uh, beautiful night here to play. We had a great first half. The offense looked good. Defense made some big plays. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, uh, came out early. Uh, you know, like uh, last week, you know, for another good first half. Uh, moved the ball at will, um, got stuff on a short fourth and uh, centimeters. I don't even know if inches would cut it. Right? Yeah, yeah, super so, close, super close. Um, yeah, did a nice job. Defense stepped up, made plays, and uh, ran the ball well. Uh, makes a big difference and, yep. and, and did that early and, uh, you know, success going into halftime. Yeah, big defensive plays there in the first half, too, and some in the second half, too. I don't want to completely negate the mm-hmm. second half, but the defense played well there in the first half, too, made some – some big stops really kind of held uh, held held them down quite a bit. They opened up their offense a little more, but uh, that Keezer kid, uh, we basically shut him down in the second half. So some good run defense from uh, you guys here in the second half as well. Almost tough to come out here and ha- play a game like this against a team you know you can beat and uh, come out on the wrong side of it as far as we're concerned. Uh, but you know we always talk about there's places you can find improvement too and so forth. But um, some good passes here tonight, a couple good throws and catches by the guys, some good runs. McElwee had 150 yards at halftime. Mm-hmm. Just talk about how he leads the team a little bit. Yeah, um, he gets us going. He has, he has some nice, strong runs, uh, does a nice job, and that's when our guys are getting off the ball, covering guys up and running their feet. When they do that, it looks pretty darn good. You know? Yeah. And, uh, we get tired when we stand tall. You know, it, it, it does not. So, yeah. Uh, second half, you know, that was kind of a point of emphasis last week was, hey, we we got to find a way to play better in the second half. And I uh, felt like we tried to work on that this week uh, in practice, trying to get a little uh, winded early so that way we could replicate what the second half sure. would be like. Yep, and, yep. Um, you know, was hoping that kind of took care of itself. And, uh, you know, unfortunately tonight it, it did not look like Sure, it. yep. So. Yeah, but we talked a little bit about Mac. We run the ball. I don't want to discount his defense either. He leads the team there, but – uh, lots of good plays here tonight from lots of good kids. And, uh, you know, Coach, I know it's always tough. It's always tough to come up and do these interviews afterwards, mm-hmm. too. Uh, but we appreciate you coming up and doing this uh, next week. Uh, we're back at home for homecoming, I yep. believe, right? Yep. So always a fun week to do homecoming, to have all the other stuff that goes with it. You hope it's not too much of a distraction, but it can add a lot of energy and motivation for the kids, too. And, and we get Abbott and Avon, right? Yep. Yeah, so uh, any thoughts on next week's game real quick before we let you get out of here and get on the bus? You know what, I haven't even seen them on film yet. Yeah. So, um, I know the coach real well. Yep, uh, yep. I consider a buddy, so 
compared to my cousin, I have to. Right, 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 right. Uh, talk a lot of ball with him, so I know they'll be they'll be ready to go, and uh, we're gonna have to find a way to, to get it done. Seems like the eight town games are always fun. I mean, regardless of how they turn out, it's always fun. They're always good games. Uh, you know, a lot of that comes from knowing the coach and, and some of the rivalry that comes there and just yeah. the friendly competition. You like to see that, too. So uh, none of the drama we saw tonight on the field. So, Coach, appreciate you coming yeah, up. You. Uh, I know it's a late night for you, so we'll let you get back to the bus, and uh, we'll see you next week, okay? All right, thank you so much. Thanks a lot. David, head coach David Milroy for the United football team. Uh, tough game tonight for the boys. Uh, but they will be back on the field next week with uh, homecoming against Abingdon Avon. Again, your final score here tonight, 36-20. to 20. Uh, United falls to uh, Princeville and falls to 2-3 and three on the year so far, while Princeville improves to 3-2 and two on the season. We are going to get some final stats to you, some individual stats here in just a minute. These are brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions. Trust in Nutrient Ag Solutions for access to best-in-class solutions and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Nutrient Ag Solutions offers a wide range of products and services to service clients in the agricultural sector. Dad, you want to give us uh, just a quick run through, hit the, the top guys for each team here on some of these stats, I think, so we can get uh, keep this thing moving here. Tonight. All righty. Uh, for United, um, 40 carries on the ground for 204 yards and three touchdowns led by Jake McElwee with 25 carries, 186 yards. Um, passing game, you know, we were six out of 11. Um, no touchdowns, three interceptions, one of which was returned for that 80-yard touchdown, so that kind of hurt. Um, passing game was a little off today. Hunter Hall. Four receptions for 19. Nick Terrell had a good night tonight. Two catches for 47 yards. One of them on a fourth down point. Yeah, a couple of big the, catches. Kept the game going. Kept the possession going anyway. Uh, Princeville had uh, 27 carries for 109 yards and two touchdowns. Passing game, they were 14 of 21. 218 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, they were led by... Again, my stats are unofficial, but Jet Benningfield with uh, six catches, 62 yards. Tayshawn Keezer had three for 53, including a touchdown. And Josh Hunt had one catch for 64 yards and a touchdown. So, one big play there for the tight end. Yeah, yardage-wise, I mean, it was relatively close, but in the second yep. half, we just couldn't get it in the end zone. Yep, yep, yep. Those are your final stats tonight, brought to you again by Nutrient Ag Solutions. Let's take a look at our player of the game, brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. Dad, who do you have for uh, United's player of the game here tonight? You know, I certainly don't want to overlook the rushing ability of Jake McElwee. He's been our player of the game several times, and I'm not trying to take away from him, but I'm going to give it to Roger Brown tonight. Hmm. Roger Brown on defense today was an animal. Yeah. He was in on a lot of tackles. He made a lot of good tackles, solo tackles, uh, no less. And uh, I just thought we called his name out a lot on defense. And yep. I know the outcome of the game and, and, and everything, but uh, I thought he did a great job today. He's getting a chance to play, and um, and he showed his ability. Today. Making the best of it. Yeah. Yeah, I can get on board with that. We called Hunter Hall's name a few times, too, on defense, knocking down some passes. But, yeah, Roger Brown had a good game there defensively. Uh, that was your United Player of the Game, again, brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth. Uh, Dad, any final thoughts here before we close this out for tonight? 
No, I think uh, we're in for a good game next weekend in town as you said with Coach there in the interview, that uh, it always seems to be a good game, and I think uh, we need to um, fix a few things and figure out why it is in the second half where our offense kind of falters. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, hopefully we put a good game together next week and come out of their homecoming with a win. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, what we're at next week. The uh, United Red Storm will take on the A-Town uh, Tornadoes uh, at United High School for United's homecoming game. Uh, that kickoff would be at 7 o'clock. The pregame broadcast with Dad and I will start around 640. Uh, so make sure you join us for that next week as well. Uh, once again, you've been listening to Red Storm Football here from the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth. Our final score one more time tonight, Princeville Princess 36, United Red Storm 20. We need to thank our producer back at the radio station tonight, Delaney, and I also want to thank my co-host and statistician extraordinaire, Ron Grant. Also, a huge thank you and shout-out to the fans, friends, and family of United Football for tuning in to the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Until next time, you've been listening to United Red Storm Football on WRAM 1330, 94.1 FM. Have-